Essa é uma nova música chamada Cornbread. We are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. And hey, I want to say sorry we weren't here around last week for uh, over the Father's Day weekend. But I really, really hope you guys enjoyed your Father's Day. Hope you gave your dads love. I hope your baby's mamas gave you guys some love. So uh, thank you guys for uh, bearing with us on the week off. And uh, we got a we got a wicked ass guest tonight, man. Man, I'm glad to be back. Gosh, it felt like forever. Like, Jay couldn't even hold his tongue. Oh Jesus, no. Oh man, it's felt like I haven't been on the podcast in a month or so. Because uh, you haven't. I, I, you know, and you, you don't ever notice how much you like miss talking. You know, the fishing with your friends like this, and even just the dinners before, and us all sitting around and joking and talking fishing even before, because. You miss talking? I'm sure your wife has a full impacted asshole of you talking. <laughs> that was, I was nice and quiet on our uh, on our vacation. I don't know. You could ask Dad later about that. But oh, so tonight's guest, Jay and his old man Rick, Ricky Steelhead, coming in live, telling us about going to Montana and fishing Yellowstone Park and uh, all the wildlife they see or well, have seen in. Uh, 
it's just gonna be no. They got a trip we got with uh, yeah. the slide in Kelly Gallup's guys, man. Oh my gosh, the guides there, they were top notch. I mean, they, and just to walk in, I'll tell you a little more late, but later about it. But you know, you walk in, you see some familiar faces, and get to talk to some people you know you talked to before, and it was awesome. Not so much familiar faces, but familiar voices, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, you know, and guys you've heard about, and this and that, and you know, so it was hey. cool. At least you got all your stuff in before, so you looked apart. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looked great, you know? Oh, he's all simsed up still. Oh, <laughs> They walked in the door, oh, there's a Yenzer. <laughs> no, it was funny, the uh, guy we What's stayed with... What's a <laughs> <laughs> guy we stayed with said, did you stop in Bozeman and get... Or did you get all that in Bozeman when you came in, you know, when you flew in? And I'm like... Did he ask if you got a Montana starter kit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I, <laughs> I had it shipped to me before I, uh, before I came out here. And then I'd... Uh, I told him about the podcast and everything, and you know, we went from there. And it was—he was, it, he was a great a spot person. under specials. Are you making your first trip to Yellowstone? If so, click this box. Check order placed. <laughs> I, and I added it's a, everything Jay is wearing and at I added, this moment. And I added a pair of flip. Just, just go buy a pair of plaid shorts. You're good. And I added a, a pair of flip flops to that too. You know, they don't sell that in the Montana starter kit. But uh, well, speaking of that, hey, we're brought to you by Sims Fishing. Find all your stuff you need. Go out west. Simsfishing.com. Yeah, you can look like a regular old Montana. Simsfishing.com. <laughs> also, Predator Flag Gear. PredatorFlagGear.com. Tonight's show is being recorded to live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check them out at UrbanFlyCompany.com. I'm sure Mark's going to have some, uh, some fly tying stories later in the show, but uh, check them out. Uh, they're catching some fish, man. Oh, yeah. All of them tied on A-Rex hooks. Those things are just sticky, sharp, solid. They last. Moe's awesome. Check them out at A-Rexhooks.com. Why not fishing? And you can check their app out the dock, you know, getting touch with people fishing in your area. And our good buddy Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding. You should have checked out the dock before you went out to Bozeman, see if you could have made some, uh, some connections, you know? Now it's just misconnections. Don't they have a spot on Craigslist for that? Oh, I'm sure. No, they do. Well, it's, called, it's, it's, it's called misconnections. No, it's called plentyoffisherman.com, right? Didn't we already talk about that? That's how you met Mark. Absolutely, that's how I met Mark. <laughs> Mark's still got to throw that last plug in. <laughs> so, other than that, guys, uh, we've, we've done a little bit of local fishing. Um, we're going to get to all that after, after the... Uh, guest this evening but i think uh i want to talk about this boat for 10 minutes before we we uh go on to talking about, some about this montana you, you don't have one of these i want to hear how you yeah. modified it yeah keep going this, this has got to be deemed the death. i don't know the, yeah. the death trap yeah no <laughs> i guess if you you know if you don't i wouldn't say i don't know the river but it gets a little dark you can't really see so i'm going down through and i and this boat's just an inflatable raft with a floor that you could buy at any walmart or Wherever maybe so, it's kind of teaching me how to row, you know, and things like that. Is you you gotta you gotta be able to understand the direction, you know what I mean? That that's a big sure. thing on it. And I'll tell you right now, the wind kicks my ass in this because it's like a fucking a paper blow get, you know, getting blown around so, out there. So there's like no water comes in it. Well, no, no water comes in. I've I've modified it to the point that the floor is no longer a full floor through the front and back. It it's a double floor up front. I cut it out of the back, so if I ever do get too shallow and want to stand up and really hit a spot, I just stand up and wade fi- wade fish it out. I can move inch by inch, or you know, just kind of like uh, 
the guest we had, he explained that, you know, his pontoon, he just stops it, you know what I mean, with his feet. So, yeah, I could run an anchor, but I could just get out in the it's right, almost like right a scenarios. Tube now. Yeah, yeah, and then, and, and, you cool. know, the double floor in the front is maybe just to hold the tote with some of my gear in it and stuff, but... In the toes to hold your motor, right? No, no, <laughs> I, I, I experienced with a... It, it, that's actually like a an inflatable raft motor. Yeah, experienced with it. Yeah, I'm experienced with it. Nah, it's nonsense. No, it could it could propel you around. You got to get the right motor. Probably like a, you know, if you want to stay cheap, you could probably get like a either a lawn tractor battery or something to run this little motor off. But I was just running off power drill, you know, 18 volt, and it ran for 10 minutes smooth in the wind, and I was getting it. It was like a windy day, one of them storms approaching, and I was moving. So just had to rig up a little. Homemade transom, which was, boy, by far, uh, just the top of it. Did you run out of juice in that battery? Oh, yeah, real quick. It just got to be like, like, I'm like, is this thing spinning? I picked it up. It was spinning just barely. But, uh, no, I rode it around all kind of places. A little private lake by my house. Caught, you know, some fish out of it uh, through our river. Gets me to where I could actually sneak up and fish a popper even if i suck at rowing i could you know stay away from hitting the shore <laughs> hopefully for a few casts but it, it is tough in the wind it it's definitely sits higher than your boat you know what i mean it's like well, the thing is it well, it's got it no it weight lets, yeah it, it has no weight and it's the same thing because the self-bailing keeps mine kind of a little more stable and you know well yours is tracking at through the whole boat mine is i'm pretty much where i'm putting the pressure on it which i added a seat is a board across the top you know and that's your rowing frame yep that's it but i got i and i, I had two are, to three are, different positions before i found the most comfortable way to are actually you rowing from the ass ass position like the i'm back looking end? i am looking out the ass but that's the front so it's changed now it's flat up front and the back is the back you that, know what I that's mean? how you do with boats oh yeah yeah you do a bow up upstream yeah it 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 works for me, man, and and like, actually in the wind sometimes yeah. I could I can fish and row because it's stalling me really good. So I'm just doing direction, you know, and I could oh, hit one, one two strokes on the oar and get a couple more cast in, then go back out away from the bank and do the same thing. So I miss I miss some blowups, dude. I, I love getting one or two strokes in. Oh, it's the best. Before you got to put the work in. Yeah, no, I I've been catching some smallmouth in sweet spots like fast fast current. That you wouldn't think you'd throw a popper in. Or, in fact, if we're just going in like Jason's boat, we're breezing right through. We're getting two casts. Fish don't always Not come with up. Jay and Mike rowing. God, those dudes love the back row, They're man. the back row, man. They love the back row. We're staying in the spot, man. Oh, yeah. No, you know, you know, you know, right now, more than ever. The wind was prob- shitty today. Phew. <laughs> right, right now, more than ever, is probably times where instead of rowing through that, Pull over and get out. Oh yeah, because with it getting up, it's hot. There is no doubt that, in that. That's, any that's oxygen. Any heavier right heavier yeah. flow that's got like a little bit of depth. That depth is all the cover they have now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anywhere there's a little bit of deepness. So yeah, them that fish are, one spot they're there behind what's his name's place. That real real fast one back spot of that that would be good right now. Yeah, um, I do want to talk about one thing. Jace, you tied a popper that you showed us. Out while we're eating dinner, doing some show prep. Don't laugh. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you guys just went over and cast it, right? Mm-mm. 
No, I threw one out that's uh, like a, a rat thing that I'm swimming it on a sink tip. So, <laughs> If you it, took a chipmunk and put it in the microwave for 10 minutes and then ran it through the dryer, <laughs> that is that, about exactly what it looked like. Yeah, but 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 that's how, if you... If you yeah, that's a good, a good analogy. If you shocked him with electric and then threw him <laughs> into water, that's how he swims. Yeah, it, it swims good. No, it's like a, it's not a, not a it's constant... It's nice erratic. Well, it's being that, that that's a weird foam, it's kind of like a... I don't know. It. I got it out of a gun box. It was. It was like a weird, <laughs> like a weird wide cell foam that really accepts water. You could actually like wring it out. It's. It's weird. It, and dude, it goes down. So will it, it doesn't absorb? Shoot. It does, but only to a certain point. So Still to the point, it's buoyant. So it's. It stalls out there. You can stall it and so, stay underwater. So why not do this? Take in. You have rabbit. Strip. Do like a do like a Dolberg diver with it. Do a rabbit tail and then palmer a little bit up so it's enough to pull it down, down but then it'll want to kind of like oh, yeah. sit and hover. Well, and then when you strip it, it'll it'll go down. With you know, it like not being that such of a buoyant foam, it doesn't always want to go up like a booby fly. But or, that would you be know a what good I mean? a good fly there too. Yeah, it, it, like a do- wait, like a diver. Did you say booby fly? Ain't that what they're called when you fish a, a popper or the booby style? Like is that boogie? It's boogie, isn't it? Boogie. I don't know what or boogie. It's not booby. Anything you say booby fly, I think like. A, a lady with inflate, inflatable <laughs> boobs, like yeah. kind of using them as flotation bike. It no, is. No, man. No, it's it. <laughs> it was a cool fly. I caught I caught some fish on this fly, and I've been fishing the like some just I guess uh, green frog imitation. I don't know. It, you put green out there, with it, the fish can't think no other thing of what it might be, right? You throw a green and yellow popper out there. With some some like uh, gear stickers around the foam, so it's shining. You get some legs. It's dude. It's like <laughs> when they automatically start lore. looking for the glitter boat. Then when oh, you yeah. get the stickers on it, they're like, "Where's the? Where, I don't hear a trolling motor." <laughs> so what'd you use for legs? You, you use something pretty cool. Easter grass and actually, it, it, from a kid's like Easter basket. I it, love it. It actually works, man. They, I should have tied plenty more strands and made it like. I bet I could make a whole fly out of that. I bet and, you could. And it'd no be like, you, couldn't. you know what I mean? It, it would sound crazy when you cast it, though. It'd be like waving a flag, but... It'd be it, like waving a rip like a pack, flag. A pirate like flag. Packerini tails. Yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. know what it would sound like? Do you ever see it like a NASCAR race when they have the American flag at the pace car, like for the opening lap? And it's just beaten. That's what that was like. <laughs> Going like 65 miles an hour. Yeah, now the the bugs on top been working because it's it's low, and then like I said, I'm fishing them in different areas, uh, upstream on on a river that's a different river from our lake, but they're like 20 minutes apart. So we got both of those rivers coming from the same lake, but there's there's fish, there's lily pads. That was a pretty cool thing. It's something that we don't get to see a lot of here. I think I don't really. You can go up to you know. Up so north you're finding the, the LMBs. Yeah, dude, they're coming up. I'm like, I ain't going to catch nothing. Then, boom, I blow up. I'm like, oh, they slap it back down, and I catch a fish. I'm like, that works. That's how it's supposed to go. And just work my way through some areas. But this is a big area, bigger than I thought it was. It That goes a ways, man. And it's deep. There are spots. I got like a, I take a polling stick with me. It's just PVC. Yeah, I got it all, man. I got an anchor. I got everything. It's a real boat, man. I'm invested here. And how long it's is passion. it? It's like six feet, right? No, no, dude. This is like a almost a ten foot blow up boat, dude. Oh, I, I thought it was like a super no, short. It sticks out of my bed a couple of feet. It's big, man. It's like nine foot or something. It's big, but it holds seven hundred pounds. But I mean, if you were going on a or had like a little lake that wasn't so or back areas that weren't 
beat by the wind. Oh, this is the perfect. You, you, you definitely could sneak into a lot of fish. So I, I did something cool this, this week, since last time we talked. Uh, oh, hey, happy birthday, Chad. Oh, Thanks a lot. Chad, happy birthday. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to do some fifty cent next. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Chris Adams sent us some bird flies a while back. Yeah. So, you know, I've been looking at it. It's been hanging in my garage under the fly rods for like three years now. I'm like, I should throw that thing. But, I, you know, I finally worked up the balls to throw it. And I just over at the farm pond because there's no pike in there. And uh, I caught a largemouth bass on the bird. Mm-hmm. And then I hooked another one on it. It got off like long distance release. But that was pretty freaking what, cool. What was the retrieve on that? Just like a slow stop, slow stop? Uh, I would... I slapped it down, like twitch it, twitch it, twitch it with a rod tip, up, 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 and then let it set and bring line up, like while it's setting up it, to it, and then do the same thing. Did you? Uh, and how's like with you know it being articulated and that much deer hair? Like, what's it swim? Does it? Does the ass end like back and forth? Did the head go under? The head stays up. The head's tied on a shank. Mm-hmm. The the body and wings of the fly are tied on a hook with lead counter or uh, lead wrapping on the the bend of the hook so the ass of the bird sinks under the water and it kind of waggles back and forth mm-hmm. as you strip it slow and the head kind of just like darts slowly like follows the the mono but the the body and tail waggle back and forth it it really looks cool in the water hmm the most functional pieces of artwork there is. I know. I, and, I, and they are designed, they do exactly what they should do. All of them. Doesn't I, matter what they are. I really felt bad throwing it. And I'm like, this is. Did like, you rinse it off? But it's, that's just it. That's it, what's made for. You know, the, and that's one thing is a tire that, fr- like, oh, this thing's too pretty to almost fish with. No, I made that so you can catch something on it. <laughs> I made it. I, did, I don't want it to go for boat rides. I made it. I destroyed. want you to stick it in something's mouth. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's not a hard thing to do with that that fly, huh, Chad? First first day out, you, you only had to walk your birdie once. Yeah, like I said, I, I caught one and I hooked another one, so it was a solid day. If you laid that thing down, someone like walked by, they would think it was They would like think a, it was a little, little woodpecker. Oh, yep. for sure. That's money. I'll show it to some stripers who would think it was lunch. <sighs> I still have the game changer as well. I do, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the game changer. Yeah. I gave it to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. That was one of Chris's, like, relatively first generations of the Game Changers. I did lose the Game Changers. They swam good. I got the diver and the bird. I think I lost my diver somewhere. I lost my diver somewhere. Jay was throwing a diver today that uh, Christofferson tied. Yeah, yeah. You caught one. I think a couple on it. Yeah, I think you caught one and you missed a couple. Did I? Uh, if Chad was keeping track, then I caught one and I missed a couple. Got lucky and caught one is what. Yes, Chad absolutely. <laughs> but did it, did it work well, good? And it, yeah, well. popped well. Looked good. Yeah. You know, even it would sometimes. Uh, it was, and this is he was early in his tying, even yet. But I think maybe a little bigger hook would have helped it want to flip over. Because, but even if it was upside down. Man, it still had a nice action. It would still pop up out of the water a little bit and just lay back down and made it, still made a nice little wake. And I even got hits upside down. I think I caught that fish upside down. I think you did, Actually. too. Listen, I, I throw the mouse he gave me, and it just it just needs killed. Other than that, it's yeah. the perfect mouse. So you could 
they just need a little, a you know, red. to sit. Wrap the lid around a bit. Oh, right yeah. Here. No, I, well, I mean, in the scenario of, like you said, if it drops upside down, it's hard to write that, you know, that well, any other fly would flip right over. I know, you know? I noticed with that well, diver. Well, if, if it does that, though, and if you almost give it, like, a little yep. roll yep. cast and, like, work Spins it and then it. give it a strip yep. at the same time, it'll ride it. itself. But if it's keel-weighted, it'll ride itself back over at that I point. haven't noticed if I just give one hard strip, it would flip itself Sometimes, over. Yeah. Yep. It would end up writing itself, and then it'd pop... And then it sounded really good and popped real well. Made a nice little gurgle in the water. I'm yet to stick a fish on that, but I did have a blow-up on it before, so it'll get a ride next time. Topwater's where it's at, bro. It's been topwater week for me. That's all I threw all day today. When I wasn't throwing carp flies, I was throwing topwater. It's kind of addictive. You threw a couple swim flies for probably, I'd say, 25 minutes. Long enough to catch a perch. Yes. (laughs) A big perch, too. We, We caught two perch today. And one was one was one was like eleven inches. Yeah, okay. and fat as and fat as hell. And I, I thought it was a little walleye. I had another perch on that long distance. Better release. catching a thing smaller. Yeah, <laughs> we told Mike he should bonk it. I want to see him eat it. He, we told him he only glow green at night. That's what Jay said. That's it, man. They got them signs up that say don't eat it, but they're just signs. Just one more. And that's all. That's above all the the dirtiness, anyway. Yeah, really, it is. Well, the signs are at the head of it, so is what it is. Oh, the signs are up at the dam, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, they got a lot of signs. Well, there. I know they understand if the walleye's born there, it's going to, you know. Fair enough. I did have a walleye come up and swipe at my fly, like right at the side of the boat, which is pretty cool. But we'll talk about all this later. All that were, were born in the clean water. Yep, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't. You know? Disagree with you? So, yeah. So I'd say if, if that was the case, then the lake would have to have the same regulations because it's. Literally the water from the lake right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no. yeah. <laughs> I would imagine if the the only thing would be like if you had a, like a big walleye that might have migrated down, but then they got yeah, it's, it's in there eating food, and when they their system clean out when they went back to cleaner water again. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. If the, it's a PCB, no, because they're so heavy. Hence the reason they can't get rid of them. I'm not gonna eat them anyway. <laughs> so. At the end of we the day, one that we should have we should have bonked and ate the other. At the end of the stuff. day, it would fix itself one easy way, but it's also very hard. If you had someone, and I know the hydrologists are running 10, 12 of them, but let's say it's at 100 and you have thunderstorms coming, bump the gates. Make sure that shallow sand isn't being pounded isn't by, being pounded by yeah, heavy yeah. rain. Just like the swim beach. When a swim beach gets called off, it's right after heavy rains and washes all the goose crap in the water so the cool egg goes up. Mm-hmm. Same with that. The PCBs are down in the soil. They're heavy. But when the river gets that low, it, it's susceptible to the heavy rain hitting it. It stirs the sediment up. Every time there's a warning, it's directly after. It's at like 112 after a thunderstorm. Raise it to 250. Thunderstorm's over. Drop it back down. Never won't happen again. No. I mean, but but you're never going to get way. rid of it, and that's it sits down because it's so heavy. So you can't dig it out. You can't get rid of it, but as long as you don't disturb it, nothing happens with it. So don't let the heavy rain pound on it. I think If the it's going to come, you raise it, but then you've got to have someone watching the weather to call up to raise the gates to do all that. But if you did, it would rid it itself immediately. I would think the smallmouth would, like again, have it probably the worst because... You know, a heavy bed of their diet is the crayfish, and the crayfish... That's like, why smallmouth was 27% higher. Yeah. And they, yeah. you know, live in the dirt, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, they have 27 times the acceptable level of PCB. But who the hell eats a smallmouth? Other than a redneck from West Jefferson in Columbus that I wanted to kill one time. I tell you what, <laughs> Ted says he sees them quite a few. 
coming out on stringers. I would These eat the crap alive. out of them. Listen, any. In fact, most people who are keeping the fish, most people who are keeping the fish, don't know the size limits and stuff like that. You just, people keep it. You know, you catch it, you keep it, and that's still it. Still happens to this day. You'd think that with all the regulations and the reason why we're buying license that people would pay attention, but it's pushed to well, the wayside I, in places I like this. I can tell this. you on, on that side, like if it wasn't a sport fish, and I would, they are equally. I mean, I had someone tell me one time, they're like, if you take it, soak it overnight in salt water, that little bit of reddish bloodline will come out. It'll be just like walleye. Screw it. Nah. This was years ago, so I tried it. Cooked it, and I'm eating it. I never said a word. And Amy was like, I thought you went smallmouth fishing yesterday. And? Where'd you get a walleye at? Okay. That worked. Well, this, I, mean, <laughs> it, I mean, you can make anything. You can bread and fry good. anything, it tastes great. But but uh, I'll tell you, it actually, it cut, it's white flaky. It doesn't have any strong taste to it like it would if, you know, have the bloodline in. Tasted just fine, but I mean that was eight, eight, ten years ago. Never kept one since. But if how accessible they are, talk on. Yeah, but it'd be nice. You know, another option today would have been even for us would have been maybe the smaller creek, and it would have been low and slow. But shit, I did it in four hours that one day with my wife, and you know, there's some big fish there too. We could have maybe been hit on them, and they haven't been beat up on all year, except for you know. Some of the trout fishermen going to the smaller creek and fishing for smallmouth instead of going. He's talking to the trout float. Yeah, well, Uh, trout slash smallmouth uh, slash whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm with you now. Okay, yeah. That wouldn't have been a. And I know the water level is maybe a little higher than it is now. It should be decent though. But you'll get the smallmouth now. The other one came back up all right. We, they, Actually, they, they, they probably they had some water, rain. yeah. Because yeah, I mean, your, your creek was up, pops, and that if that's up, then that ends up being up I mean, a little. It's it's gonna fall out quick. Yeah, but there's water in yeah, it. Yeah, there would have been today. I mean, that water table's still not there. I mean, even the no. creek, the creek no. at my house, and I can kind of help like tell where the water table is there, how quick it's it drain right out. That's cool. Yeah, that's how he can. There's nothing tell. holding it. Yep, nothing holding it in the ground. We're going to need a bad, and I don't think this week's showing much. It's showing hot, too. Like Nothing. mid-80s all week in sun. Mid to upper 80s, no rain. Oh, that's going to be, we're going to get rough. That's going to shut musky. That might might be my last musky trip today. Yeah. Because even that, heading north, it was still 74.5 all day from morning. wasn't like it was 72 in rows. Mm. It was 74.5. I left, it was 74.5. Hmm. Yeah, it was still 70 degrees this morning at... Four, uh, five o'clock in the morning. It was I know. seventy degrees. Man, I, I put on our local lake, or not? I met my dad there and whole I, family. I'm talking it, air temperature. Uh, Se- it, seventy. Yeah. But even our local lake there, it's it's eighty water temp. Was it? Yeah. Man, the creek. Seven, the river is seventy nine point eight. Wow, so the river right felt there. cold today. I wouldn't say cold, but it was probably seventy two. Yeah, 73. that's about right. Yep. Could probably still caught muskie in, and I imagine oh, yeah. oh, yeah. heard a fish. No. You're it good. seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, because they have a gauge on that. Yeah, I think that's what it was, 72, like mid, 72.5. Yeah, plus that and current. Yeah. I'm mean, saying, like, yep. not a terrible day. I wouldn't, keep it, out of, I wouldn't keep it out of the water no, long. No, no. But you know, take a couple quick snaps, one. boom, let her roll, get her out quick. But, I mean. So, yeah. do we do we want to go take a break real quick and then come back and talk about a little Montana trip? Yeah. I, I'm getting me one of those, Chad. Oh, okay. So I want to talk about this for two seconds. Yeah. And I, but I, I'm getting one with it's going to have a trout on it instead of a, instead of a muskie. Okay. Uh, so my old neighbor Derek, 
uh, from Jet Design Company, J-E-T-T, Design Co. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. He, uh, he has a CNC water jet. And he makes signs for people. He's made me a couple other signs before. He made a, a Bruce a couple signs, one for the bathroom, one a Steelers one. And uh, I had him make my brother-in-law a Steelers symbol before, but which I hated. But you know. could do my logo. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, for Absolutely sure. Absolutely can. Yeah. That'd be sick. So yeah. uh, he, my wife uh, coerced him into making us a sign for the podcast studio for Father's Day. So... We got a new SVS Muskie logo, and uh, I've been talking with some people, and I think we're going to get some shirts made with the new logo on the left shirt pocket and the old logo, like as the big logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we got to get you two to start muskie fishing again. I know. <laughs> You're wearing a shirt we're talking about all the time. <laughs> oh, sure. Speaking of that, nice, nice muskie shirt. We can talk, talk muskie fishing. Sick shirt. Yeah, Chad Wilder yeah. sent me... Uh, it's, I love that. It's Brad's logo. It's what is it? Triple XL. Cool. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we don't have any important guests on today. I can I can curse at you. <laughs> it's a it's a highly they're, they're, artsy they're free musky. For, except for that one, it's five bucks. What are we calling this? Is this a musky T bone? <laughs> had, had too much fabric. We had <laughs> to charge it, Chad. What size? Oh no no no! We got to charge you for that one. <laughs> We we could fashion a sh- five dollars shipping just because it was so heavy. We could fashion a sheet and do a t-shirt. But uh, yeah. So Chad got a couple of these made up, sent one out to me. And I'm very appreciative of it. And it's a it's a killer logo. I man. love my guy. I think we all love our guy. Yeah, Chad Wild. I think he's more Mark's guy now. He is. He seems like he's Mark's guy. He really loves him some Mark and some of the Urban Flyco flies. You know why? Much appreciated. I think because they're so well. The crap out of them. Well, they're so well put together. You can well, catch a you. bunch of bunch of fish on them, and they're going to come back, and they're going to look the same after they go through a fish's mouth. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing when you spend good money on a fly. You don't want to catch one muskie, catch one striper, whatever. He's catching stripers on these these Bufords, and it's that's yep. pretty awesome in the ocean. For God's sakes, it's sweet. Something I definitely didn't think was. Ne- never thought about that. He said that. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, huh? Okay, cool. Held up well, too. I know he got a handful of them. I think he said four or five fish on the one fly. Just the same as it was. Hey, man, it's just like a like a large mouth. The, yeah. the way their mouth is constructed, you know? So Hold up longer than anyone on a muskie. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Know. So, awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, wait till you catch a bluefish on it, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you're talking. So, what do you say? You guys want to go take a break? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take a little gentleman's break, then we can come back and do a little Montana talk? Sure. Alrighty, guys. We will be back. That's not part of the song. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Can glass 
Okay. It's going now. And yeah, Jay is back. back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that that's weird. But Jay and Rick Thompson, the Thompson family, we got to uh, experience a little bit of a Montana trip through you guys. Uh, I'm sure our, our guests and listeners would love to hear about it firsthand. So uh, let, let's get into a little bit of the, uh, the trip. You know, I haven't posted many pictures, so, you know, anybody who, I guess it, it does think I should maybe put some more pictures out there. Uh, I know I was probably tagged in a few from my brother-in-law my, and my wife that were, there were some great pictures that got taken out there. And But to start the trip, you know, getting everything ready the week before, and, you know, you're never as ready as you think you're going to be, and then you're and then you're too ready. You know, there were things we never even took out of bags, and going out there next time, I think we'll know a little bit more and what not to take and what to take. I, a I week took, before you didn't even have a six weight. No, and I didn't even, and <laughs> I ended up not even taking that. No, I ended up not even taking your six weight out of the out of the thing, you know, and knowing just how many rods we needed, and what, you know, but we took extras just in case other people maybe wanted to make the decision to want to fish as well. Um, but man, we packed a big ass bag full of stuff, you know what I mean? And I didn't know what it was going to cost me to put it on the plane and all this stuff, and we get there. I put it down there. It was only 50 pounds. It was like right at 50 pounds. And uh, is 50 pounds the max? Yeah, for you to check yeah. like a normal bag. Yeah, and regular like, baggage rate. This is like our for 35 dollars. I mean, you can pack you 30 can, bucks. It, it would cost you a lot more than that if you. Yeah, uh, over 50 pounds. Yeah, yeah, over 50 pounds. Yeah. So she's like, she just, you know, I put it on there. She's like, oh, you just take it over there and it's fine. And I take it over to this other guy and I drop it down there and I'm like. Oh God! I hope this isn't the last peace, time I see all my stuff. Like, you. oh my, yeah, this is like all my fishing stuff. Like, every fly, all my bag, my you know boxes of I mean, my box of streamers. Like, if it gets lost, like all I have. Do you have a good carry on? Yeah, it was. I had. We had. Well, every I took, time I fly, my rods and my flies and all yeah, that shit is my carry on. So much shit, and it was so much stuff for everybody that they couldn't be that. You know what I mean? I and just saying. I understand and. We actually checked one extra bag we didn't have to check on the way out. and But, it, you know, blah, blah, blah. The plane ride was actually not bad. There were three kids on the plane ride. There were 12 of us that all went together. So That's a big crew. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? It was. Crew. And yeah. uh, it was um, so um, mom and dad and my wife and I, our daughter, my sister, my brother-in-law, their two kids, his mom and dad, and his grandma. So his mom's mom, and uh, the whole cruise. I mean, it was cool. Every, you know, uh, Dale, uh, his uh, my brother-in-law's father, he had been out there before, and stayed in a similar area, real close. Yeah, because the the horse ride that they took actually, um, you know, he was there prior to and took the horse ride with those guys too. Yeah, it was, and so it was all within the uh, that general area, and he had, he'd elk hunted right there before, so. He kind of knew the area, knew where we were going, and but going back, the kids were great on the plane ride, and they gave us since the from the COVID. So how do the kids drink Bloody Marys with masks on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, everybody was really good about the whole. Uh, you know, the kids the kids wore the masks as much as you know they possibly could, and they actually did pretty well with it. They did I was awesome. Surprised. Yeah, that, they did awesome. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, no, no uh, craziness or no, uh, you know, tantrums. We're talking a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and the, our, my six-year-old. She was fine. She had a game system. She could play. Blah blah blah. So their first plane ride. 
Oh, yep. all of them. All yeah, of them. all of them. Yeah. So, did you guys pack shit tons of bubble gum for the yeah. the yes. ears? Yes. Yeah. Grandma, Absolutely. grandma had that taken care of. Yes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to grandma. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know it. That old neen. <laughs> uh-huh. Mother hen. It, it was cool. You know, I don't mind the plane so much. The, the worst thing was they gave us an extra layover because of COVID. The plane, there's not as many people flying. So you're getting into like the main hubs. Like they're making you go from Pittsburgh to, to Chicago to Denver to Bozeman instead of just going from Pittsburgh to Denver to Bozeman. You know, you have to go to that other hub. And you could see the one on the way back, especially because we were there for three hours on our extra layover on the way back in Chicago, you could see when all the planes would fly in, you know, and it would get congested a little bit busy. But, I mean, I've been through Chicago a bunch before, and, I mean, it's usually wall, and Dad has well, too, yeah, many times, yeah. yeah, he's flown yeah. in there a hundred times, and it's it's usually wall-to-wall people. Usually you're like, you know, it's just madhouse. O'Hare is usually fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but no, it was all that was all good. And the coolest thing was on the way out, we stopped when we got into Denver. Everybody's kind of getting a chill a little. We were kind of hanging, and then we all find this little Mexican bar that's right where our plane was going off. So, wife and I was like, I'm I'm going to get drinks, man. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> like I'm on vacation. Yeah. This is <laughs> happening now. Like we're having fun. Like I don't care how much it costs. What what the hell ever. <laughs> Been way too sober, way too long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and you know, on my way out there, I'm 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 mentally prepping myself for you know going without everything I love. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I'm like, oh, we're getting we're getting hammered. Hell, this is going down. We find a nice little Mexican bar. There was like a very short wait in the line. I mean, we had to wait for a couple people to come out before there was enough seats open because there were only like so many people in, and only so many places were actually open in any of the you know airports. And uh, we get in there. My wife and I get a table together. Dad gets all the way on the other side of the bar. <laughs> he's he's but he's pounding them. He's having a good time over there himself. And uh, my wife and I we we do a double shot of henny apiece and two beers. And and the price tag was a lot, but I mean it was still it was awesome. I had a good buzz going at that point. Now now I'm ready to fly. So I get sat down next to this older man. And even before the plane goes off, he sees me in my you know my sim starter kit. And you know he's like he's ready. He's like hey he's like. So you obviously are into the fly fishing, and you, you know you're going out to you know what are you doing? You're going out to you find a, obviously find a bozeman to fly fish, and I'm like, well, there's 12 of us on the plane, and you know family vacation, but yeah, I have all my gear. It's underneath us in the plane. I hope. And I'm the only poser. Yeah, I'm the only poser on the plane. My dad, he, the real fisherman's back there, a couple rows. He's wearing a Marlboro shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the guy and, with and, the and, cigarette uh, lit. And, and yeah, can, and that's usually when I catch a fish, And too. a camo hat, you know. So, But uh, he, he was a really nice guy, a doctor that owned, like, a nice place out there. And he showed me his Ferrari with his wife. Franz was his name. But was he Dr. J? No. Did you tell him you were also a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a doctor of sorts. I'm also a doctor of sorts, but no, I no, didn't no say are yeah. doctor. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, no, I didn't say any. You know, just a little fishing talk, and he 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 felt the enthusiasm of me going out there. I think so much for the first time, and he had been out there for years and years and known the place. And but he's like. Man, talking to you, man, I think I might just want to go out there and throw a little hopper dropper myself tonight and see what I can get. You know and and he said, or I might just sit on the back porch and, you know, I can already tell you've been getting started. He said, I might just have a gin and tonic. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, either way, you're going to be winning, right? If you're sitting on the back porch of your cabin and either you're fishing or not and you're having a gin and tonic, either way, you're winning. Right. 
So we get into Bozeman, and everybody's starving. And so you, wait, you're all Simsed up, and you didn't go to the Sims store. No, we had a lot of people with us. This was this is a uh, serious business here, and there were hangry people with us. So, you know, you can't have wives and sisters hangry and kids, you know, starting to get a little itchy and antsy. Your sister weighs seventy three pounds. It looks like she eats once every three weeks. How was she hangry? She eats more than you think. She uses a lot of energy with all the kids craziness. No, they, <laughs> her and her husband do a lot of running. We'll talk a little bit about their running. They ran a, he ran a marathon. In, in the park himself, just for himself. So did you go to the next spot for drinks? Is that what you're so saying? Yeah, we, we, but we, <laughs> the, the craziest thing is you get yeah. into the rental cars and the mile per hour, you're going 80. They're letting you go 80 on the, on the highway. And you're like, 80, you're like hauling sack. And you can see like elk out in the fields and shit. And you're like, why am I doing 80? <laughs> if, I, if, if an elk is anywhere near the road and anything goes stupid wrong, at 80 miles an hour... This is going to so, be just so a total So that's like death. 70 here. You're going to be road pizza, and that elk's going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll f- smash through the windshield, smash both of us, and then got away. But It'd be like Tommy Boy when the deer comes through the windshield. <laughs> we'll throw him in the back, and by the time we get back to you know, the spot, he, he, yeah, he wakes back up. Yeah, that was like absolutely how it would have been. But like the, the speed limits were nuts, and then you get on even our two-lane road that we're like on was 89, you know? Miles uh, an hour? That's what no, I mean. no. Yeah, it, it felt like Damn. it. But it was it was 70, and at night, they had a night sign, and it was 65 at night. Like, that five miles an hour, hitting that elk at a five-mile-an-hour difference is making any difference in your splatter or its splatter rate. Well, if you're, if you're drunk, then you got a little bit of time to react if you're only doing 65. Uh, apparently. but So we go past where we were staying. We were, like, four miles north of Gardner, uh, and uh, the little... Hold on one second, so I don't say this the wrong way, because I'm stupid. And now I've lost it. Oh, no. Uh, the little trail creek... Time. No, the little little trail creek cabins where we stayed, and uh, awesome people that own that place. We had a great time staying there, but we drove past that uh, to the Iron Horse Bar and Grill. Another, man, they had steaks and all, elk steak, oh, yeah, all we, kinds we of different some, stuff. Yeah, and I had we bison burgers, and, you know, oh, just the food was phenomenal. Our, I actually, I ended up, I I walked up to the bartender. I'm like, hey, where's the best place to go actually have a good time with the locals around here? And he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm from Pennsylvania, like 2,000 miles away from home, you know. Hey, I'm, you know. I, and he's like, hey, you know what? Hey, come hang out. I'm off tomorrow. Come hang out at the bar with us. You know, that's fine. I'm going to go out to the bar. And he showed me this picture of our server, that girl who served us, Dad. I saw a picture of her with, like, a two-foot-long brown trout, dude, with a gear rod, but even yet, like, on a Rapala, but still, two-foot-long brown trout. I'm like, awesome, <laughs> awesome. If she's out here with a Rapala eating them up, I, there's hope for me, maybe, and, but there wasn't. And we know Jay's a, an actual fly fisherman because he said two-foot-long brown trout, but his arms were extended side to side as long oh, as yeah, like, like it was a 40. Yeah, yeah like I, it was I a to, 40. I actually had to move my head. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I busted down upside the head when I was doing it. But did you notice the vertical hold? Oh, the, yeah. Well, that was how she was holding it from its from its lip. But either way, I mean, it was it was a sweet fish. Like but like at the tournament, isn't that? It just it just goes, everybody out there is it, like fishing, and there's just fish on top of fish. It's a, you know, she caught a nice one. But he said, "Hey, come hang out," and I was like, oh, "Okay, you know." So I'm like, oh, so we'd see you the next day, and I we went out to the we were I said I would be at the park all day, you know, and we hadn't seen anything just yet, and. Other than some elk on the side of the hills on the way down, 
and we go back to our cabin. Our cabin is just awesome. It's laid out. There's it slept 16 people. All the older couples, like mom, dad, uh, his mom and dad, and grandma, all got their own rooms. But you guys were all in the same cabin, yes, correct? Yes, yes, yes. yes. And uh, my sister and brother and Abby and I and the, all the kids kind of slept in one main sleeping area. And then there was another like pull-out area with a bunch of other sleeping areas and a couple upstairs that nobody even used. But So everybody always had somewhere to sleep, and it was awesome. And the one main room downstairs, I mean, it was, it was cool because they, they even had like curtains so you could pull through. So And everybody was up so early all the time. It gets... It actually gets light earlier, like probably 45 minutes on either end difference than here. Because you said you were above what you parallel? Yeah, dude, 4.30 in the morning, the light's already coming through all the right. window. And you're like, oh, man, like, I, I can't sleep like that. What time is it getting dark? Still same? Like, no, you know, no. It dark earlier? No, later. later. Holy crap. Like 45 minutes on either end. Well, oh, I mean, look, okay, look so how... you're talking like 4.45 light and 10.15 dark. Yeah, 10.30 dark. But, I mean, they're getting the max amount of... The sun's actually below them when they're still it's still light out when it's going down versus us once it hits tree line. We're tote, you know what I mean? We're on the, the end of it. So. That, and, I mean, you're up at the 45 degree... Uh, the 45th parallel. Yeah, 45th, 45th parallel, parallel, yeah. yeah. So you're driving in and out of that, and that's halfway between Equator and, what, the North, North Pole. Pole. And I mean, I know that's more north than what we are. Uh, absolutely. So <laughs> Yeah, way, way up there. So, I mean, it, it, yeah, it was a little different, the timing. I was like, wow, it, you thought, it was, yeah. we thought we were going to get up early enough, and we were up at, what, 5 o'clock. And we got out by, we were out by 6 by the time we were fishing. But we did a couple of days of sightseeing before. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. Awesome. We got to, um, the first day we went down and we did all the geysers and we went to Mammoth first and the coolest thing we pulled, Abby and I, I don't know, dad was with, uh, um, Mikey and them, my sister and brother at, at the time. And, uh, but we pulled in and we saw first thing, look over, there's a coyote like right next to our car. Not that we don't have those here, but dude, the ones there are freaking sweet looking. They're, they're fluffier. They're way prettier. <laughs> like, yeah, they look they look sweet, dude. They do. They look a little different. They're they weren't they weren't eating out of somebody's <laughs> trash bin last night. They don't night look as mangy. Or like, ate a cat earlier, a regular house cat. Yeah, no, they, no, they, no, they were they were they were big. I mean, they were definitely eating good. Oh and, yeah, and the fur and their fur was just yeah, real nice. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Like, yeah, but you can pull in a mammoth, and right away it's just elk everywhere. And then they have the Mammoth Hot Springs and all the different things to see there, right in Mammoth. And that's, you can, you can spend a whole half a day there. And uh, we traveled on. We went down and saw the uh, Norris geysers. And uh, the biggest geyser actually in Yellowstone, which is the uh, steamboat. Uh, didn't get to see it do a major eruption. We saw a minor eruption and probably walked a little further than what we thought we were actually going to. Mom and dad hung back for that one. You know, mom wasn't walking that that far. We didn't think we were going to get into that far of a walk, but we ended up, you know, it just gets... Good so, thing we didn't go. It's a good... It's, it gets interesting when you start walking, you start reading all the different little, you know, my my wife's a sucker for reading every sign, you know. The, all the placards. Yeah, all everything. She wants to see everything and hear, you know, read everything. So it was awesome to get to go see all the different things up there. And the Norse, Norse geyser system is awesome. It has two different, like, walks. One's like 1.4 miles. And the other one's like three quarters of a mile. And you go two different ways. 
But to see the steamboats on the longer trail, but awesome, awesome stuff to see. It's the 1.4 is not that super bad of a walk. No, it wasn't terrible. No, we did the whole thing. And yeah. It took us probably, I don't know, 40 minutes. And that's with stopping, and, stopping and, and taking and pictures. Yeah. I'd say it was about 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then we walked. We did uh, We kept going down through. But that day we ended up stopping. And if you, at the Norse Geysers, if you just go uh, stop there and take a, been a left, you'll go see the canyon area, which we got to see the uh, the Grand Canyon. Yeah, the Grand Canyon. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was great. It's not the actual Grand Canyon, correct? No, no, no not the, the Grand Canyon. It's, That's, the, yeah, it's no. the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone. <clears throat> Yellowstone, yeah. But it's like a it's like a two two sets of waterfalls, uh, and there's an upper falls and a lower falls. Uh, the upper falls was pretty cool, and we walked like uh, it's uh, Uncle Tom's Trail. My wife and I, you actually get off like the main trail and start walking down a uh, like a dirt trail, and. Uh, <clears throat> you can go a ways. It gets a little sketchy on the sides. You know, I wanted Riley to walk on the inside because if you fall into the water, I mean, it's like it's, it. it's it's the Yellowstone River, and it's it's a and at that point in the time year, it's moving very very fast, and it's sketchy to be very around. cold. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's it's brutal. It just looks brutal. Looks like the Niagara. Mm-hmm. Like there's just loads of water, white water. That's how I <laughs> felt that day, trying to walk into that stupid little creek that didn't have fish. Remember when halfway through, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Looking 40 foot down at raging water. and it's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mark was not pleased. <laughs> there was no muskie present there at all. But that place, you're not allowed to actually fish that part of Yellowstone. I don't know if they don't want people just the chances or whatever. A couple of cool viewing areas there. And uh, Adam and them, we had... Left them back in Mammoth. They had some lunch, and we took Mom and Dad with us. L- let's do something real quick. Adam and Mikey are your brother-in-law and sister. Yeah. Just that way when you refer yeah. to first Sorry. names, yes. everyone knows. You can say Adam, and everyone's on board. My sister is Mikey. Your sister is Mikey. Yes. So they stayed with their kids back in Mammoth, had some lunch, and then met up back up with us. And when they meet us at the, the canyon spot, said, hey, just hang up out up top. You don't want your kids to walk down this further trail, but we'll, we're about right there, and we'll meet you. So we're walking out, and we're all together, and the kids are all together, and my and my and for some reason, my wife walks a little bit ahead of us. And she's, you know, I don't know, I would say 50 feet, 60 feet ahead of us. Well, she turns her head left, and she, out of the corner of her eye, probably about 20 feet away, maybe 30 feet, she sees a black bear. Adolescent, probably 200-pound black bear. And uh, and she turns toward us, and I mean, and I mean with a death, death, death fear look in her eyes. <gasps> I mean, she, she knows she's, guys, there's a bear right here. Guys, there is a, you're not listening to me. Adam, like screaming, there's a bear right here. <laughs> Freaking out. Your get, wife? Yo, yeah. I don't believe it. Oh, yeah. Gets, gets down to <laughs> us. Walks that back down to us. We all start taking our cameras out. Like <laughs> We're like, oh, we're getting pictures of a bear. Sweet. You know? And she turns around, and I mean, she just damn near sprint beelines out of this, out of this trail. 
<laughs> these people, these older couple that we'd seen a little earlier than that when we were looking at the falls themselves, they were still up there, and they are just howling, laughing. <laughs> By the time, when, when we get up there, they'd already, she'd already talked to them, and they could just f- feel the fear in her eyes as well and in her body. So that was our first bear, and she didn't really care for it, huh? Oh, no, she and she didn't like being out there by herself or right by herself and seeing it and letting it startle her. And Because uh, when we saw it, we immediately we were like, hey, bear, hey, bear, everybody, we're right here. Hey, bear, because it was really close to us, too. The, the pictures I did, it was running by the time I got my phone out, and, you know, because we'd already talked to it, and got it going what on did it way. say to you it was like i'm it was like i'm the f out of here what, what was See her what's her name yeah <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with people what the fuck's wrong with that girl <laughs> yeah. she, hey that that redheaded girl what what's wrong with her yeah <laughs> she <okay>. ginger <laughs> they, bears only eat gingers <laughs> but th- she gets back up to the car and i know my parents had to the, you know how excited it you know did she ditch Riley just oh just yeah full knocked the kid down <laughs> oh the, yeah she <clears throat> Riley was with me <laughs> she just was gone on her own she was not worried about her kid nothing she saved herself yeah she come running up to, to the window and uh, on Let uh, me on in. mom's side and she was like run on your window run on your window because we had air conditioning on of course yeah and and she's like there's a bear there was a bear there was a bear <laughs> where and she told us, oh, uh, down there, and then I don't know where it came from. And she just flipping out. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. You know, we missed it. I guess it came down by us, but I don't know. We were probably making out the car. I don't know what the heck we were doing. But Were you freaking parking in the park? Yeah, we <laughs> tend to do that sometimes. My dude. <laughs> well, they had already seen the falls. You could see the falls just by walking yeah, down we, there. Yeah, we had already well, seen it, and we came back already, and we were sitting there. We who took a walk. A- who gives a shit about who left falls and bears? I want to hear more about this park. <laughs> who left these guys alone? <laughs> Jay, go, go take a bathroom break. Uh, I might, I might have to pee. I do have to pee. But uh, So we, uh, at that point, we um, go through the lower falls. And the lower falls is like where you get the big cuts through the canyon I showed you all the pictures of. Wow. You know, if there weren't kids just, you know, being kids. I would have liked to have sat there for another 30 to 45 minutes and just took it all in myself. You know, it was awesome. It was cool. Like, something just, like, never seen anything like that. Never. Never. Some of the greatest things Mother Nature ever made. Yeah, you're like... Just what, the different just like colors. like the rock formations yeah, on that. Yeah, the different colors in the uh, the sides of the... Uh, sediments and yeah, the stone. Yeah, oh, and the stone, yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, I could, you know, bust some pictures out so you guys can do an off for a second, but... That was that was probably I think one of the most breathtaking things I've ever seen in my Could life. Could you see any fish down in that water, or is it just too too crazy? Yeah, I've seen it, dude. I've seen some pictures. That's uh definitely some r- fast water coming off oh, the top yeah. of the mountain. And it's it's just like I said, it's you know you could tell it's man, is it dug a nice trench? What a, what a river system! I mean that waterfalls. I mean just something you know. Man, Mother Nature at its finest. So, uh, anyone that that's hearing us talk about this today, Jay's gonna text me all these pictures, and I'll put them on our Instagram page tomorrow. Yeah, I got some so, better ones you need to get from Adam. Maybe he'll just send you all of them, and you can post whatever you like. Yeah, but let's get it done tonight. That way we can do it for tomorrow. That way, when people are listening, they can scroll through the pictures and see what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That way, uh. And you could post some too on your your Instagram. That'd be great. I That'd don't be great. post anything. You know me. 
Oh, like, yeah, you can't catch a 20-inch brown trout. I post anything, right? But that that way the dudes from western Pennsylvania, like us, could scroll through, and as you're describing these wonders of nature, actually get to see them a little bit, too. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll send you any of the pictures I oh, have. Oh, you're, you're referring to us who've never seen anything. Yeah, absolutely. I live where it's flat. They'll trade you scenery picks for picks of 20-inch browns. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Send a 20-inch brown pick. Jason will slap his head on it. We know Pat. He'll superimpose Jason. Oh, head. Evan, anything. Yeah, I, I, oh, I got that. I got that down. Yes. So, okay, what'd you do after you went to the the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone? Is that what it's called, the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone? Well, you guys also, you guys horseback rode. You yeah. got into some other activities. Oh, that, that, was, that was way later in the in the in the trip. Um, after the Grand Canyon, I think we kind of called it a night. After that, it was at that point we had. Was that still the first day, or was that the second day? That was the first day, and uh, but on the way out to the Grand Canyon between Norris Geyser and I forgot about something that happened. So, you know, we had not had we had seen some animals and and up close, but we got to see our like first bison like really up close, and he was like literally right next to the road, and I mean we see him, so I stop, <laughs> hammer the brakes, and the and the and I drove for the first two and a half days, too, and driving through Yellowstone is not easy. You're driving around cliffs. It sucks. Yeah, you bitched the whole time. Yeah. Jet? <laughs> yeah. I don't believe yeah, you it. you bitched the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we heard it. Hey, hey, I was good. I drove well. You nobody did. else was yeah, had, yeah, Nobody else did. had to drive. Yeah, right. That's yeah, it was good. So, but I, I, so, I, I hit the brakes. I hit the well. brakes. Throw in reverse. Nobody's behind us, and I just throw in reverse, pull into this thing, and we all get pictures right next to this bison. Is that the one with your nose? It in was it? not the one with the nose <laughs> in the picture, but that's a good picture that you've already posted from Yellowstone. It was it was funny. My mom was trying to take a picture of a bison, you know, right outside the window. And across the across, across the car, the car yeah. across the car, out the window. So apparently, you know, my nose is getting in the way of all that. And there's no way <laughs> it's not going to be in the yeah exactly. It's not all right. No wait, yeah, I got it from you. Yeah, yeah, that kind of works that way. Yeah, so, but yeah, that that was a funny picture as well. We got to see our nice first bison. That was that was cool at that time, and it was something different. And it, what changes by the daytime? You know, day three, people are pulling off the side of the road and like doing that kind of shit for bison. And you're like. What the hell are you doing? Get the hell out of the way. And he was actually bitching at people like, why are they stopping in front of us? D- Two days Dude, earlier on your first bison. I said, well, maybe it's, it's, their, I said, maybe it's their first day here. It's their first you bison. Don't, yeah, you, you don't know, you know, so quit your bitching. We had bison like have 13, 14 car pileups. So, Chad's heart just drove, chopped out of his head, but... Uh, so we yeah we sent we went back at that point you know got some you know groceries got our stuff got all of our liquor got everything else everything else we needed and uh, and we get back to the uh, the camp and the guy calls me like hey come hang out with the locals so okay I'm like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go my wife's like I'm gonna go and I love when my wife and I just get to go out on our own and talk to people. And don't know anybody and just start conversations and just, you know, live on the seat of our pants a little bit. And I love that. We do that now and again. And the last time we really got to do it was like the Rock on the Range concert. And that's been years. So, oh, so much fun to just get out with her and just meet people and just be ourselves and just hang. And got to meet people from all over the world. Got to meet – and I feel like a lot of people from the Gardner area even – or people that are just like displaced from the places they were from. 
you know, and people that just not didn't displace, like just they went there and everything I've always, I've, I heard this from like eight people while well, we visited and we saw it and then we just had to come here and move here. So Gardner's oh. like the land of misfit toys. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, at the local bar, it seemed like it was just not even, it just seemed like people moved there from all over the world just because they would go visit it, see what it was, see how beautiful it was. And it's so small. It's like 800, 800 people, t- like person town. It's there's nobody there. I mean, it's a tiny little town, and it's just a beautiful town. You get the like, it has that cowboy almost esque feel, like western town type of thing. You know, there's not a lot of stuff there, and little shopping like strip, and a few decent restaurants, one, a couple of decent pizza places, and an awesome, awesome bunch of locals. The local people there are just amazing. Everybody, I didn't buy a drink the whole night at that bar. And I mean, it was, hey, I was, we were like, they're like, what do you guys drink? I said, hey, something local. Let's have a couple, I'm on a local brew, you know, something local. Okay, they got good, great local drafts. Awesome. Brings us a local draft. Couldn't tell you the name of it. It was amazing. Something a little darker. And that was great. Then there was uh, the other local, they had same company. I wish I had the name in my head, but I'm not going to remember that after, you know, a good night. <laughs> and it was a little lighter, but even just still just a great beer. And like I said, we didn't pay for a single one. And they, the, all the people there, we got to meet probably five, six different people. And the one kid, oh, go ahead. you told me by the end of the night, they're like, Jay, you don't have to talk so loud. <laughs> kind of like people around here tell oh, you. Sure. Turn it Jay, down. Why, oh, yeah, my wife's like, that's just him. Don't worry. What? Jay, why are you yelling at us? Yeah, why are you yelling? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the people three tables down are looking out at him, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the, another cool thing that happened while we were at sitting at that little table at the bar, you know, our little corner table at the patio, was uh, there was an elk, I mean, and it walked right down the middle of the road. And it was pretty cool. And I got a picture of that. I'll send Chad as well. But, uh. That was pretty cool to see. You got you, I got pictures of people stopping in their cars, like taking pictures of it, like walking. I mean, middle of the road, right next to cars. It's just a cow, but that was a fun night, man. And uh, by the end of the night, I, I got to meet a uh, a local guide uh, from Parks Fly Shop named Cody Marr. And uh, this kid has been all over the world uh, and fly fished a ton. And he just he's a super fishy guy. And once I met him, it just the time went by fast. You know, you start fly fish talking with somebody who knows what they're talking about and knows the local area and I wanted to learn and hang out and have a good time and really cool kid uh if we go back out there again we're talking we're probably going to get a a different guy to trip with him in the park so that's where we went to go get our uh our things for the park our uh our licenses for the park you can get a 25 dollar park license for seven days and uh you know, that's a $25 park fly fish, or a fishing license. Yeah, fishing license. Not to go in the park. That was $35 for seven days uh, to go into the park with the car or your car. Yeah, to be a park visitor. Yeah. So that night ended. We, you know, we went back to the, uh, the cabin, and my wife and I went out back and hung out for a second. And, man, you know, we get a lot of stars around here. But, geez, oh, man, the amount. We look up, and it's like holy shit stars like and we sat out there and let our eyes get a little more adjusted to it and you mean smaller 
pontificated. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. Pon- we pontificated. Dilated your pupils. Yeah, yeah or we what? pontificated on these stars. But no, seriously, <laughs> they were like there were clusters upon clusters, clusters, of clusters, clusters like, and clusters. We we took we if we said this to everybody the next day, we're like, does anybody else went out and looked at the stars like? If you didn't, you got stuff. You should. So we had everybody out there the one night with every, yeah. like all of us. We we're like, look at all this stuff. And there's like one diamond shaped, like set of stars. I mean, and there were like, there had to be a thousand stars in just this one diamond shaped area of. I was unbelievable. unbelievable. So it was like so a, it like, was like a way, like a constellation, yeah, like a, like it was, a, a cluster. Well, no, yeah, form. but it was like it was more than like I could pick out the the dippers. And you can't pick out was uh, the Orion Milky? right now because Orion's more of a winter. Was it the Milky Way? It could have been. I have no idea what we, it was. We can find Orion here, but I'm sure that far away from us. It's well, it was a thousand times darker than it probably yeah. ever is. Oh here, yeah, you know? I mean, every yeah, star we get, was. We get a lot of light pollution here that you don't think about. Well, no. it's, it's super flat. Oh, even the compare like you were saying, the, the light pollution is the thing. Yeah. It, anywhere it's dark, you're gonna see it. And if you're up on the hillside or you're at six thousand feet. You feel a lot closer to them, you know, and that's where, like, the baseline was out there. Was it, like, around, right around 6,000 feet? Uh, but the second day, we uh, we went back and, you know, had, like I said, that was about the end of that day. When next day, we ended up, uh, we wanted to see uh, Old Faithful. So we traveled, so we traveled <laughs> down. And you found it, huh? It erupted. <laughs> it erupted just like that. So y- we went down and we... Uh, we did a lot of the other uh, geysers all the way down. Did you get to see Old Faithful erupt? Oh, twice. Cool. Yeah, we filmed it and Every everything. How, how long does it take? About, what, 45 minutes? Oh, no. It was probably 45 minutes because we went in, ate, oh, we got all of our stuff. Minutes. Between eruptions, he said. Oh, between. Yeah, about 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah between 45 minutes, yeah. So yeah. we got to see it. We watched it erupt. We got there, and it was like going to erupt in like 15 minutes coolest thing is they were making these giant trees that had all fallen like you could take like a branch or a, a smaller tree and you were setting it up on the bigger trees and you're making like teeter-totters out of it with your kids so me and my daughter were doing a little teeter-tottering and all these other kids were doing it and i had to lug a big tree over there and do it too right right so hell we're there once and it was fun and so now what like the landscape around that what what's it like like a is it grassy rock or is, is it well i mean so like when you pull up, you pull in a parking lot. And like it's, clay? Because I mean, it's, it's it looks white. But around, like around the, it's all white because it's just been beat with so much of the. A lot no, of heat. Well, and all the different minerals that are in the water there. And I, I don't remember exactly every one of them. Like magnesium. Yeah. There's a few different ones that are real prominent. Sulfur. Yeah, sulfur. <laughs> and a lot yeah. of them. You can it smell like sulfur. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, my dad, his adenoids don't work, so he can't smell shit. Like, huh. I, I, he would never smell that fart. Ever so, but he the one the one we went to the frying pan is one of the little uh, geysers there, and man this one smells horrible. He said he could taste it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I could, could smell, but I could taste it. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like gagging. I'm over there like, I got, all right, I gotta go. Like serious gagging right next to this, and it's called the frying pan. It's, it was pretty cool. Yeah, what's a, definitely what? put him in the frying pan. <laughs> what's yeah. the water like boiling, or is it? Oh yeah, hundreds of degrees. Oh yeah, a couple hundred. So With that two twelves boiling. What is it? I thought uh, I thought water boiled at like one hundred and eighty something. Two twelve. Two twelve. There you go. Here you go, Chad. Two twelve. It is. Fact check. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Well, I mean, no, it was over. I would probably say I mean, it, they were bubbling true. the whole time, even when they weren't erupting. I would probably say it was right around that then. Super, super or hot. Or right below that, because it was all bubbling, boiling type of water. Uh, so we did all that. We, we went down through. We did the frying pan that day. We stopped at just any geyser along the way. Uh, we didn't do Norris that day because we'd done it before already. The day before. Yeah, and but we did, um, oh, I wanna, uh, we did the Grand Prismatic that day. And that's the big one that people would know from like Nat Geo shows. Yeah, from like if you see the aerial view of it being uh, real, like it's it's got the orange, blue, green, you know, the different rings. But the one that like doesn't get as much uh, hype that's right by it is uh oh god I'm gonna look it up right now the Excelsior Geyser Crater and it it actually exploded. It used to be a geyser like that shot up in the air like Old Faithful. Well, it exploded. Oh, I'm. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, it wasn't. Nineteen eighty-eight. I think it was. It wasn't long, long yeah. ago. It was like yeah. within, like you know, recent times. I guess you would call it. And now it's just, I mean, a giant pool, and it pours four thousand gallons of hot water into the Firehawk River right there. And it was a really cool place. There's four different or three different. There's a turquoise pool there, the Grand Prismatic Spring, and then the Geyser Crater. And uh, that's in the. Uh, the, like the Grand Prismatic area, and that's something easy, easy enough to walk. Mom walked the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. <clears> and it's, you know, about two hundred yards, probably all together, but not 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 too far. No, it wasn't bad, <clears throat> not at all. And we uh we're like seeing the river right there, my Dad and I, you know, this day and this we'd already went and saw and uh, visited, you know, Old Faithful at this point, and did some of the other. Uh, some of the other, we did one other crater I'll talk about on the way back. Were you like Tyrone Biggums? You're like looking at that river, scratching your neck. Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, and, they, and it was getting a little later in the evening. Got any of them? The, all the caddis are starting to just go bonkers. And Dad and I are just like watching this caddis hatch. And I'm, we're like, oh my God, there have got to be a million fish right there. Is that oh. when the guy walked down? Is that so, one? so yeah, we get back into the <laughs> yeah. parking lot. And there's this, there's an older gentleman that walks down there and... Like, I actually yelled to him. I said, nah, that guy's got the right idea. <laughs> He's about to, he, you're yeah. about to catch them all, aren't you? And this dude flips his little you know, dry fly out real quick, and you could just tell he knew what the hell he was doing oh, right yeah. away. Oh, yeah, immediately. Immediately. Boom, fish on. First first cast. Yeah, fish. Oh, second. he had the first cast first, yeah, eh? Yeah. Second, no, second cast fish. Uh, uh, yeah, and the yeah. second cast fish. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is where we're coming He's going to catch a few. <laughs> like, this is where we're going to come tomorrow morning. So that basically made that decision up for us. and uh, But we got to go see, um, like, the painted pots. You know what I mean, what those are? They're like uh, like the mud, the mud, like, big geyser mud type things that are just like bloop, 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 and they're just and they're boiling. Yeah, and just mud, like, pots that are boiling, and that was super cool. We walked all through that area. Yeah. There was, yeah. A, there was like, a little frying pan type thing there. There was a couple different springs there. And, uh, you guys the, walked all the way up around. Yeah, guys, that was where the mud. And, yeah. yeah, that was where the mud was a little more. Yeah, yeah. There was like more the actual painted there. pots up top. You walk like up around like the walking area, and they didn't end up walking up the stairs, but they walked back. That's because we're old. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> that well, happens. But well, I, we, I, I have a quick ahead. question before you go further. Neen, she's not in the best of health or in health at the moment. Did she have issues getting to some of the the features in Yellowstone? Uh, or was or were there a lot of them that she could get to relatively easy? Well, the, the first one she went up to, um, we walked up and everything, and it, it was 
you know, a little ramp. It was kind of a ramp. It was a, I don't know, 10, 10% grade, you know, all the way up through until you get to the top of this. Um, but it was uh, like a lookout. Like paved trails yeah, yeah, yeah. for the most well, part. Well, and... well, yeah. Actually, there, there was, uh, there was um, it, w- it was steaming and all that kind of stuff. It was kind of a steam thing. Mm-hmm. Different color thing, too, a little bit, but not too much. Um, she had a hard time getting up that far. She got up a little ways, and then she said, nah, I got to go. You know, I got to get out of here. I can't, I can't walk no more. But, uh, you know, she did do real well at, at, at one of the other ones towards the end of the uh, trip. Yeah. But at the end of the day, did she enjoy it as oh, much she, as you guys did? You know, you know what? It was amazing. Um, from, you know, what you hear normally just out there, people talking about Montana, Montana trout and this and that. And you see it on Instagram. You see it everywhere. Is it, I just thought, is it really as good as what they say it is? Yeah. You know? And I would have to say, after this trip, it, it definitely <laughs> is exactly to a T what you hear. As good there. as the scenery, then, um, uh, from everything, from from start to finish, scenery, um, the fishing, um, you know, just so many things, so many things you can do out there. Um, we caught some cutthroat trout. We caught, you know, we're um, not getting some, into the fishing yet, are we? Well, I'm, I'm just kidding. saying some some brook oh, trout. Yeah. We, we you know we we caught we caught some fish too, and we had a really good time doing that. I'm sure Jay will. I'll give oh, you we're the, gonna get on that. Yeah, no, you're you're getting into this too, Rex. Yeah. You're not skating out. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but the, we so you were talking about mom getting around, and I know like yeah. your mom. If you were to take her out there and her hip and everything, you know, I saw people on segways, and uh, they would they would give you the. Uh, Do the, they rent them out there? Yeah, they would give you the signs too on, um, like if you could take a wheelchair or accessible, and everywhere said no dogs, but everybody had dogs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it was too god awful. Like to go see Old Faithful is pretty easy. Like, yeah, you could a walk lot of right a lot of it was. A lot of it was very easy. I mean, they had some extensive trails out there where you could, yeah. you know, go go farther if you wanted to. But you know, um, her health isn't you know all that great because of cancer you and everything. You could do crazy so shit like my sister and brother chemo, did. You, you can know. make it what you want. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, but you but you can stay in the car and see just about anything you want to see okay. out there. So yeah, if, if somebody's out there that's you know ha- kind of handicapped or whatever, oh yes, I mean there's there's plenty of ways to go see everything you need to see. There, oh, that's there what is. looked like you guys yeah. no, no, sure. it, it, at those it, it falls. You were right there, right? Yeah, You're that like, was very easy, right. accessible oh, yeah, to walk. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, that's right off. You know, uh, that's how I like to fish right off the side of the road. And there was a there was another. We got to we got to see. One of the stops throughout the one day, we got to see another uh, nice waterfall, the Gibbon Falls. Yeah, the uh, Gibbon Falls, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, man, and the Gibbon River is a very cool little river system, and it has a lot of different advert. Like, there's, like, everything you could think of. It goes through meadows and back and forth, meanders through meadows. It's got riffle, huge sections to giant waterfalls all the way down to where it makes the Madison. It and the fire hole, which we fished, make the Madison. So it was... We got to stop and see the Gibbon Falls, and that was a really cool falls. It like yeah. hit like three different levels, and just you know, super cool stuff in a huge, huge valley side there. And uh, like the fishing was like there, you know, and we could have fished our asses off, but I wanted to see all that stuff too. And if you're out there, and I know you, Mark, or you would, you I don't know about Jace. Jace probably wouldn't care, but you would probably want to stop and see all this shit. I mean, right? For for the first trip you would you know but next yeah. next next trip I think it's gonna be all about fishing. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is I w- I would do some like I would try to maybe hike 
to some like high mountain lake or we talked about doing something that too. like that. It, but yeah, that's, some brook that's trout. Just, that shit's dangerous, man. Some, some nice brook trout. And I live on the cool thing, flat land, so that's just kind of rough out there when the, you start the, climbing. The people we stayed with, they uh, they provided the bear spray. So if you were going out and you were gonna go out and either when we were always fishing, we had bear spray, or my brother-in-law went out on his run, bear spray. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm good for like a trip down it. And like the hikes up in, I'm good for like ten minutes of the brookie. And other than that, I would be strictly taking in the view. Fishing wise oh, for me, no, I, yeah. I just want to touch it, feel it, and then I'd be good. That's why I want to. I, I would be into because like as much as you were, I would be taking in the view and seeing all that because that is, I mean, that's just that's pristine. That's that's untouched. And that's something that we got to touch on when you take your guided trip. You know what I mean? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. you got to bring up. Yeah, some yeah. of the, some of the pictures are just awesome. Uh, so that night, talking about what the guide told you guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we just talked about seeing another waterfall. But after that night, you know, going out and sightseeing the second day, you know, I'm seeing so much stuff. We go back to our cabin and I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat something. We're supposed to eat something. We're supposed to eat something. So, you know, second day in a row, I'm going to miss my dinner. And it's Friday night. And the, the owners of the, you know, all the cabins we're staying at, they're like, come up. You know, we have a right next to the cutthroat stream that runs through, you know, the, the cabins. Uh, there's, like, a army tent and, like, campfire and all the seats around it and all you hear is the stream and, you know, talking over the stream more than anything, you know, and the kids are doing s'mores on the campfire. They had, like, a 10-year-old daughter, so my daughter and her were, like, piled right up. It was great, you know, so my wife could actually enjoy herself because <laughs> I know I was. <laughs> but uh, the owner, Jim... Doesn't matter the setting. Yeah, uh, Jim, the owner... Uh, he, you know, just talking, you know, he's an outdoorsman. He's like one of the last real cowboys out there. You know, you can just tell the guy's into what he's doing. He's a, more of a hunter, but he fishes a bunch. And you could just tell the outdoors talk. And we're, you know, we're outdoorsy guys, you know. Everybody on the podcast is an outdoorsy guy. And so we could sit and talk and talk. And there we go. And this guy, is, he's, he's, he's cranking down the Jack and Cokes, you know. And as fast as I'm cranking down the rum and Cokes and... <laughs> Like, this is going to be a good time. So we're out there just, you know, and he's like, oh, man, there's cutthroats all through here. He's like, I'll go and grab crickets and literally throw them or, or grasshoppers and just throw them in there and watch them eat them. He's like, we used to. He's like, I, when I was younger, I smoked cigarettes and I'd throw a cigarette butt in there. And they did a cigarette butt. He's like, and thank God we stopped doing that and blah, blah, blah. I remember that talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. Did he tell you you could throw cigarette butts in there? No, <laughs> I, I don't throw cigarette butts anywhere. Throw a butt down I there. never throw a butt down. I, I'll, break off my, I'll break off my tobacco off my end of it, but the, cigarette, the rest of it goes in my pocket and I throw it away every, Listen, every time. Hey, every I, single I time. Bet, I bet the butt fly would catch a Sharon Carp. Oh yeah, yeah, prob- probably. Yeah. All of them. My, yeah, my flies if for the Sharon carp look like cigarette butts. But <laughs> oh yeah, they do. They're butt flies. But so we go up there and we're hanging out with them and we get so you know far into the conversation and it gets a little later and he's like, hey, I got a bar down at the our our cabin or our you know house. Uh, it's like a cabin though and it's a house cabin. Yeah, it's a house cabin type thing and. But it's this bar section that's just laid out, dude. It's got every animal you could ever imagine everywhere. Like there, he you're not allowed to trap wolverines anymore there. But he like 20 years ago trapped one and has it up on the wall still. And he's got badgers, wolverine. I'm talking. You named the animal. This thing is on the wall. Ask Dad. Oh, absolutely. There's they, all of them. I mean, all of there's them. There's probably 30, at least 30. Maybe yeah, about 30. Yeah. And the animals biggest animals on the wall. And the biggest elk I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like I think I'm t- seven by seven. 
So you go to it? go to Cabela's. Everything at Cabela's is yes, yes, looks like a spike rack compared to this thing. <laughs> that elk he had on the wall, like I said, it was Just the biggest the giant, elk. Right? It's the biggest elk I've ever seen. That elk he had. I mean, it was... That he's ever seen. Not, not that it's the... Not no, the biggest, not biggest but, elk, but biggest not, elk yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen, well, like, you, next to me. You, all the elk you've seen were West Coast elk, though, right? That's well, a different... I think it's a different strain. Well, I've seen those ones. I'm talking about, like, even, like, on Adam's uncle's wall. He don't have one that big. No, no. This thing was a monster. He, he probably has 26 by sixes. That he never, you know, he's not going to put up over this he's giant. Just has them European mounted. <laughs> Probably somewhere. <laughs> they weren't in there. But uh, the one he had up on the wall was, he, and he, he, he went through the experience of it. And, you know, everybody there hunts with a bow for elk. Like, even both the guides we had on the Madison that worked for Kelly or worked with Kelly. Like, they both, they're one of their lo- things that they love to, love to, love to do is hunt for elk with a bow. You know what makes it? A- that all that experience when you're on a fishing stream a lot easier, you can mess up. Oh sure, I couldn't. You got, I you gotta I, strive for perfection. It's. it's I would a, think I would pass out. Fly fishing of of any hunting, you know what I mean. That's top of the line. The amount of adrenaline pumping oh. when a big bull elk would come in, slobbering and sl- like slinging snot. It would be intense. It would be very intense. Do you know how many? That'd be like a fifty-eight and a figure eight. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, but yeah, look, exactly. But, but listen, when you do that, you don't. You didn't climb a mountain first, like that's. Well, thing, he climbs right? his mountains with a horse. Well, but I mean, these guys are. You gotta be in shape. He no, has like a bunch of horses that he hunts with. I sit in the tree stand and wait them out. It's nothing like that. You gotta be like in shape to do that stuff out but, there. It's that's a yeah. real hunt. It's mm-hmm. you know he ex- they all even even the guys explain the experience to just be unreal. And when you go back in for the rest of your meat, take a twelve gauge shotgun with the slug, because there's gonna be something there. That's what they all told me. And they said bear spray is probably even a better route. It's it's actually more effective than a gun, more than likely. Or both. Yeah, they yeah, <laughs> both. They always took both, all of the above, all of it. Leave your bow back in the shit. No. Take your guns. So this guy had the sweetest bar? Oh, it was so <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's from, you know, it, it's from England. The bar itself was actually from England. So did you hang out this bar the day before your guided trip? Yeah, uh, no, the day before we went to the fire hole. Okay. So we're like, we're going there the next day. That's right yeah, after we yeah. visited the fire hole. We come back, and we're hanging out there. He's got, like, all this good old country on, you know, like Jamie Johnson, Chris so Stapleton, all the shit I like listening to. Not good old country. Well, it's good and, new well, country. Well, he, the, all, some of the, a lot of the old stuff was playing, and they, it plays in that rotation as well if you put it on most of your stations, you know. So it had some, you know, the good old stuff as well, some Willie Nelson and whatever else. I know you hate Willie. But I, I don't I don't mind it. But uh, so we were just sitting there having a great time. Again, the talks went on for hours and hours until probably shoot midnight. We're like, I'm like, I have to stagger back over there because if I don't, I'm never gonna wake up in five hours and go fishing. A wolf will eat me. Yeah, well, <laughs> that will be too weak to run away. I never had I never ate dinner that night. I was all drinking. <laughs> so the next morning Dinner's I wake overrated. up. I wake up and I'm just I'm 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 famished. I f- I feel like I'm starving to death. It's 5 o'clock in the morning, we wake up, you know, go outside, get my game face on, come back in, we get our shit together. But my brother-in-law left like 15 minutes before us, I heard him wake up. But 5 in the morning there would be like 7 in the morning here, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're relatively okay. Yeah, but after 2 or 3 days, you're starting to get used to that time a little bit. And uh, it still was no sleep. It felt like no sleep. 
four hours of sleep is four hours of sleep, no matter if it was seven or this. or it doesn't, That don't fucking right. matter. Four hours of sleep is four hours of don't shitty sleep time. after you're drunk. Time change. So, yeah, that doesn't make any difference. We got our shit together, you know, and I'm, you know, I could pull one out of a, you know, stun- or drunken stupor. So, we get to, we get to moving pretty early. My brother-in-law, he says, I wakes up. I hear him wake up. I wake up. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I got to go. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to look for bears. I'm like, awesome. All right. Good luck. I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll pass you. So, we drive in. My wife and my dad and I are all going on this first fishing trip to the fire hole where we saw that guy pick up some fish right below the Grand Prismatic area. That's 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 what we're doing. We get going in and we there's a few cars and this is really early. You, like there's nobody at the gate to let you into the park. It's just all kind of honor system. The road's open. You can drive through it, but you're supposed to have your paper. Uh, we get going through though and we see some cars out on the side. There's like no cars anywhere. First, actually, I have to take it back. First, we get stopped by a bunch of elk in an elk jam with a bunch of babies. Like, tiny baby elk. They just pushed out, like, probably two, three days before that. They and did. they're all, like, making all these silly-ass noises and jamming up the road for, like, fucking 15 minutes. Do baby elks have spots like baby deer? Like baby whitetails? No. Or no? They're, they're solid. Yeah, they're solid. Okay, yeah. I, no, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of scruffy looking a little bit. Like, fuzzier? Yeah, a little fuzzier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, like, well, a, they, like a down jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they were... They were they didn't have spots like even no. I mean, of course they're much bigger too. Oh yeah, <laughs> even, well, when the, uh, even when the babies, you know, than deer. We, we seen the mule the mule deer babies did though. Oh yeah, the mule deer babies. Yeah, there was two of them by our camp, um, for about a day and a half, just hanging out, just walking around like ten feet away, just looking at you, walking around, having a good time. They had spots. They That's got freaking they cool. got they got a lot of food there. <laughs> they don't have to come nowhere else. So and there's bears up there. Why yeah. would they want to go up there? You yeah, know. Exactly. I think I think that maybe the mother got killed or something. You know what I mean? And also, oh, it was just the. It was just the, the fawns. Yeah, just the two fawns. Yeah. So I think maybe you know the mother might have something had happened to it or whatever. Hit by hit by the seventy mile hour road. Cougar. Oh uh, god. Yeah, cougar. Bear. Bear. Who knows? Yeah. You know. But. So we. But I. I. We. So at this moment, we see a few cars there. Abby turns her head and she says. I, I saw a bear. I saw a bear there. And I'm like, I'm like, you, are you, you're, you're positive you saw a bear. She's like, yeah, it's a bear. And, and as this is happening, we're passing Adam, going the opposite way. Who left earlier in the yeah, day. Yeah, 15 minutes before us. So he wasn't too far out. And I'm like, dude, there's a grizzly back there, I think, man. And he's like, oh, awesome, let's go. I pull a U in the road. We pull back in there, and there's, isn't there a mama grizzly with two cubs? Dude, and it's it like awesome. it's like right on top of us. Like we're like it's not yeah. far. Abby actually gets out of the car, feet, thirty feet, forty yeah. feet, maybe. Abby gets out of the car and approaches this one. Like, and there's other people between. There's yeah, there's like eight. six, six, seven, eight cars yeah. in between us. Uh, oh, be, be, between all of people, it, people. Yeah, there was probably like eight to ten people between Abby and the bear itself. So she's scared shitless of a black bear, yes. but doesn't give an F or an S about Wait, a grizzly. Uh, with, so with grizzly. Two well, I think it was because of the hard time we gave her for the black bear. Now she was <laughs> she like, okay, now, now, now I got to be able to uh, stand up to this one a little bit so I don't look, you know, quite, <laughs> quite And I mean, you know, I don't give a shit who's sitting at the table. I mean, that's, that's like, that's a, one of the, the goals I was there for was to see a, a, a grizzly bear at least and to see a grizzly with two cubs and yeah. the cubs stood up and looked around. Well, and, the grizzly, the, 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 the grizzly stood, stood up first yeah. and looked around because all the cars were up there and, you know, she, it was, she was looking at all the cars and all the people standing there 
And uh, next thing you know, both the cubs just stand up right there and went there and was looking at the same thing she look same thing she was looking at. <laughs> no, they were. Yeah, they they yeah, they did yeah, the whole it, move. It was it, it, it was it was a great picture. It was it was a perfect picture. Adam um, has a few good yeah, ones he, of that. Yeah, he has some good pictures of that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he went back and grabbed everybody else on a little side note before we even get to our fishing. Grabbed like my daughter, his two kids, my wife. Mom stayed. She was kind of just. She, the first day she kind of wasn't used to the uh, the, the elevation. Altitude. Yeah, the elevation. I was kind of sick the first day too, but yeah. she she blew some yeah. chunks and was uh, good the rest uh, of the uh, day yeah. after the one day. Um, but Adam went and grabbed the kids and everybody else, and they went out and looked for some more bears and got to see uh, another black bear too, and then they got to see a cinnamon brown bear, or cinnamon black bear. Uh, probably like probably 300 some pounds, and mm-hmm. they got to see it stand up full. Like uh, my kid actually said, that was like the highlight of her trip was seeing like that you know unique bear like that. It was really cool. I didn't get we didn't get to see it. We were fishing, but yeah, right. You know, I would have loved to have saw it too. So I, I got a dumb question for you. You you said you were trying to get in touch with Adam when he was going one direction, you're going the other direction. Zero. So, Cell phone service. In if the you park. were on top of the hills. So you get nothing? You nothing. have to do hand signals? To yeah. 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 Okay. I had to wave yeah. them down. Stop. <laughs> no, no that, that's great. That's yeah. When deal. you get down in any of the hills, like any of the valleys, none. And if you get like near any of the um, like visitor centers and stuff like that, then yeah. you would then have, you'd have, it. You'd yeah. have reception. Mm-hmm. Or if you were like on top of the Grand Canyon area, you would have it. But none of the low points. You go down just a little and it was gone. A little away from a town. That's great, though. Tell the kids put them in their pocket, you know? Oh, yeah. There was none of that. There was enough wildlife to see on a consistent basis. Like, even right after that, we left him. We ended up getting a bison jam. This bison. We walked. We watched this guy walk a walk our car, four car. We were four, four cars car behind four cars, us. Yeah. Like, we were four cars behind. But he walked this guy back, and the rest of us all had to back up as well, which was maybe more cars behind us. But we were in the fourth in the row. And, I mean, they could do what they want. Like, there's no... They could... They would just push the car if they really wanted to. They were they were the biggest, scariest things, I think, in the park, to be completely honest, the bison. And like I said, they would stand on the road, and they'd have 15 cars piled up one way. I think they were just, you know, doing it to get more than the last one. You know, hey, Carl, I got 15 cars this time. Look at what do this. you got? You know, he's like, oh, I got 12 yeah. last time. Okay, you got me. You know? Southbound's 12. Yeah, exactly. And they would just... And then this one, he was a big male, and he finally got off the road and went and took a drink. So how can you tell it was a male? He was just so <laughs> big and mean-looking, I would have just imagined just from pure I size. I think his fuzzy hit the ground, so, maybe. So yeah. nobody, got, yeah, nobody, yeah. Got to try, nobody got out and tried to shoo off this buffalo. Oh, oh no. He was backing down cars. We all yeah. backed yo, up. Like we, we, were, we were bowing to him. Okay? Yo, yeah. we were bowing you got to him. talk to the buffaloes, right? You got to say, <laughs> his, hey, bud, I'm trying to go fishing His head here. was as big as your door. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, you like that's like the thing. That. Like we drive, we drove right. Pa- I mean, a couple of the other ones, we you know, bison jam. Like we're the first car, like the only bison's like right in front of us, and then finally swerve around. Yeah. Fi- no, finally, yeah, finally, walking, no, I had to wait. No, we had to move backwards. I'm moving backwards, and then finally he like took to the. This is when we were going to the guided trip, but finally he takes like a you know into the middle of the road, like actually on the line, and then I like drive off into the median, which isn't like you know six inches. <laughs> and try to go around him with hoping he does just dip his head and just smash into the, you know, we did get the extra insurance, thank God. <laughs> you get the bison insurance. Yeah, we get the bison insurance. <laughs> but, you know, so, you know, all that happens on the way to just the fishing. So we get down to the hole. We're the only people in the parking lot. 
and these two other fi- these two other fishermen pull in, and if this was Erie, they would have jumped out, fully geared up, and ran down to the river and took the hole before us. But <laughs> it's Montana, and they saw us with all of our stuff on, got back in their truck and left and went to the next hole. And you know and how by, cool, like, all, like, all of your stuff on that means the. Uh, I look. I look. I look. Sims from top to bottom. You look like I look like I knew what the hell I was doing. Right. You look my, like a Montanian. Yeah, my wife yeah, had right. my wife had nice waders, brand new waders. You know, she looked like she was ready to go. Dad looks, you know, he's g'd out from the feet out. You know, that's so. That's or pretty much from the feet how, up. You know, so that's how all the public landowners should do it. And it wasn't. It, it was just. It wasn't even public landowners. It was just they gave us the respect in our space, and that was cool. We, we, were, know, we were there first. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, we you, earned you, it. You, we yeah, woke you, up before yeah, you. You were there before we were. And okay, we're not gonna even throw a bison jam. So you know that was that was awesome though, and I thought that was something that you don't get to, you don't see here very much. That you know is something that's respectful. That was awesome. I I, I really appreciated that. So we walked down and we had the whole creek to ourselves. You know, first thing I did, I we I threw in a little woolly bugger. And little swung it, little black one. Yeah, yeah no, little little oh, olive. olive. Yeah, olive, swung yeah, it through, olive, yeah. swung it through some water and brown trout right away on a little strip streamer. N- no indicator, nothing, which was fun, you know. And then the hatch started happening. We walked down a little further, and the hatch starts happening. And these caddis are just going absolutely ape shit. And you don't, you know, around here usually, you know, even in Delaware, it seemed like the caddis never went off till like noon, one o'clock. Right. Right. And there, the hatch, I, I don't know if it's the hot water, right below the Grand Prismatic. That's where we're fishing. That 4,000 gallons of hot water. What's that? Light at five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're light, right. Light at five and the water's warm. Yeah. So, I mean, the caddis are going nuts. And we had went to Park Fly Shop the night before on our way out. And when we got all of our stuff and talked to a young man there, great, great young man. He he wasn't very worldly versed, but dude, he knew Montana. He knew what he knew. Yeah, he knew Montana trout fishing, and it was great to talk to him. He was very informational. We bought a bunch of flies from there, a bunch of dry flies. Uh, we were using a stimulator with the dropper, and you know, kid put us in the right you know right spot, right thing. He, he told us you know a lot of gave us a lot of great information, and we used it and fished just how he basically how he told us to, and it it helped produce you know. We started fishing the the dry dropper, and man, it was just, it was like, you know, clockwork, like you know it. You know, if you drift right, it doesn't matter what fly, even he said, it doesn't, there's there's eight different, ten different, twelve different flies, little nymphs you could use. They're all going to work. They're all, they're all, all basically. They're all trout food? Yeah, they're <laughs> all basically, you know, mimicking, mimicking the same thing. If one you, has three tails, yeah. one has eight tails. Well, if tails, you throw like yeah. a little pheasant tail or a little hare's ear, I mean, it's, you know, that's the, they're both going to work. Or a little black nymph. Did you that's throw just any? all black. Did you throw any stuff you tied? You oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he caught. little stuff? You guys yeah, had little yeah, stuff. Yeah, a little black nymph. I tell you what, I probably caught uh, over a, and a, over? a dozen fish on it. At least. Yeah, at least a dozen fish. Yeah, was it, was it thread and not much on not, it? Yeah, just a very little bit. Dude, them flies work. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, you know, small, small nymph. I'm sure zebra midge or any, any Two, of the it, SOS. It, it did have a little bead on it, though. It a, did have a, a bead three, A three-material three fly. Tiny, tiny bead. One, one feather thread in a bead head. Well, there were, like, some, there were some things you had to do out there. You had to bend all your barbs. Uh, there was no fishing lead in the park. These are all the park rules, not, you know, state rules. How are you fishing them big sculpins, then? 
that was all. That wasn't in the park. That was oh, okay. so. I'm just joking. But uh, well, we we didn't use any of our stuff besides in, in yeah, the park. The dry droppers like that. We used dry flies and, and then you know little yeah. We were and, Abby got her first fish on the fly rod by herself in Montana, which is really cool. You know she. It, it she goes to hold it up and it flops out of her hands into the water, you know, and she's so pissed she didn't get a picture of her only fish that she caught, you know. She's what like, was it, brown? Uh, no, a little rainbow, little wild rainbow, which I think I like wild rainbow trout more than I like wild brown trout. We'll get into that a little more even on the next trip, but um, that day it was just man, it was like clockwork, and people started walking down on us, and he's just putting on a clinic, and he meaning who? He, he, he meaning who? He meaning, like he meaning walk, dad. You were just wading, wading through the holes? No, or? no. We didn't have to. That was the funniest thing because people are actually wading out into the water and I'm sitting there and thinking and looking at him like... Fish walking over. Why fish. are you wading in the fish? We didn't step one step into that river. We, we were 10, foot, uh, 10 feet, no, maybe 8 feet off the river. Yeah, throwing. because you, if, you were, if you were walking too close, the sun was at your back. Now you're casting a huge human shadow over all these fish. And if you think that's not going to make a difference in a, in a trout hitting, in that kind of situation when they're hitting dry flies and hitting different, you know, in, in a low, low water, like they're in 18 inches of two foot of water and it's clear. They can see you when they come up to eat. You can watch them do the whole process, move off where they were at, eat or not. Right, come right up to so, it. So yep. especially him, he was way off the creek at first and I'm like, or the river, and I'm like, huh, yeah, I'd. Probably, I was thinking about going to the other side even, you know, just not to cast a shadow, but where we were at was so much closer to where the fish were at. We were, like, on top of them. There are fish right underneath you. Like, I was, I caught, hooked, one of the biggest fish I hooked was on a dry fly, and I actually waited for it to turn and go down and everything, and I still hooked it. I hooked it good, and it shook and shook and shook, and then I pulled too hard. Small hooks are hard, dude. It it was tough. You know, I got to learn. I got a lot to learn about a light hook set. You know, and just maybe raising them up and keeping them tension more and less of the pooling, you know. There's, but, a, there's a knack to every different kind of oh, fish. Oh, sure, sure. I, mean, I like fish and this fish. I mean, no matter what you do, if you dry fly fish, fish, um, yeah, there, it, it is a technique. Here's the first there, rule for a, when you don't want to lose them. There's a fine line technique, even when we went to um, the Delaware. The Delaware. Oh, wow. I mean, that river, I mean, yeah, it, it was so critiqued i mean you had to stop your line at a certain time when you when your fly line was going out so this would hit in a certain place but that was, was you that that was more you were fishing for certain fish that were eating at a certain well, time yeah, you, to yeah, where this was fishing this Sight was fishing, yeah fishing were, to all the fish there that were, were eating there were no there were just so many fish that were eating in in that area i mean there were yeah in comparison to the delaware in the fire hole there were three to four times as many fish I would yeah. add. They're yeah. smaller. Com- they're the not surface. big like they are there, That's but there are just uh, uh, like that kind of, yeah, Delaware type of place, but there are a million, dude. They're just fish on top of fish on top of everywhere is just a fish. And you were telling me earlier in the week, as in last night when we were drinking, but uh, that your trip to the Delaware really set the precedent and prepares you for this trip. Oh, I I don't I mean him oh, talked about oh, that. Absolutely, absolutely. You, you know. didn't catch as many fish at the D as you thought you would, but you learned a fuckload, you know, and it it got you ready for for going out there and doing it on your own. Well, we we yeah, we could have dry fly fished more, you know, but we streamer fished out there and yeah. and really just freaking hammering them. I mean, we did a good job, I think, you know. But even for the, for the first day, being at the D for a couple of days and just learning that whole 
the different dry flies, just the, the whole process of it all, you know, it, I think it helped me a lot. Uh, just learning, even even the brook trout fishing that we've we've started doing this year around home helped me a little bit, you know what I mean, and learning the dry droppers and the this and the lengths you want to, you know, this. And they were coming up and eating the fly, whether it was between even the dropper being 12 inches to 2 foot. So depending on, you can go down in the riffle a little further where it got a little deeper and catch them with the deeper or if you're up near the top of the riffle, you know, the more shallow was just killing them too. Yeah. And what what different flies will suspend a, a beadhead nymph, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it's all a learning experience. Well, my wife learned while she was there and she thought it was the craziest thing and we learned, you know, Delaware and different things, which is when fish are wild and they're in tune to what's hatching consistently, they will turn down a fly that's not right. So my wife had a stimulator on with a dropper, and this fly or this fish comes up. I mean, he puts his nose. I watched it. I was wasn't standing very far from her. I watched it happen, and I'm like, he put his nose right up to her fly. He was probably, I don't know, a 10 inch fish, 11 inch fish tops, but just puts a little brown trout, puts it right there, nope, and then turns away. And she was just pissed. She was just fuming pissed. She was like, I want to get in the water and just grab him by my bare hands. <laughs> like, she was just, oh, livid. And she's like, how does that fit? Why would that fish do that? Like, how does it know that? And I'm like, that fish knows everything. I'm like, why do you think dad's catching more fish than me even? Because his drift's a little better. His drift looks a little more natural. They notice that. You know, you can still catch fish if your drift looks like shit. Now and again, you'll catch a fish here and there. But if you're catching a lot of fish on a consistent basis, you're probably putting a consistent drift out all the time, you know. And something to be said for that little, the little intricacies that men's here and there and that mend here and this mend here and 40 mile an hour to wind to still get a good drift. You know, there's, you don't just learn that and, you know, do your first day. You learn it after 40 years of doing the crap, you know. And exactly. even me, I, I, I did well. I didn't do as well as he did. But I did well. I caught a ton of fish. I had a great time. It was fun just being out there, you know, getting to experience wild fishing like that. Like you were saying, untouched fishing, especially nobody had messed with those fish since last year even because they get fished. And it was a good year because of the COVID. Nobody was there. So the fish felt really wild, felt so untouched. And it was just every fish is wild. The rainbows fought till you, I mean, literally had to bury them in the net and put them a foot above the water. <laughs> it felt like, you know. Take I their mean, air from you, them. You, you just, there was nothing you could do to stop these fish from wanting to jump out of the net even. They were just, God, they're warriors. Well, they had 50-mile-per-hour winds behind their back and in and, and the water, you know, how yeah. fast it's flowing, too. But, but yeah, he's he's right. They just they just kicked butt. They, they out they, fought they, the Browns. Yeah, oh. Everyone. By, by five times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were going, they were going, they were going airborne. So it was like, it was like hooking a steelhead versus a laker. Oh, you're like, yeah, 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 that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super cool. Like I said, I walked, I left, I accidentally left a pair of, he hooked decent sized rainbow. It's probably 15, 16 or something right around there. And, uh, got it in, got pictures of that fish. And, um, I left my hemostat sitting there. And we were up and down the, you know, creek, you know, a river. I keep calling it a creek. It was a river. Back and forth and back and forth and so much. And But I'm like, when I got back up to the car, I'm like, hey, I forgot those. I'm going to walk back down there because I'm not going to leave them there. Especially of all places, I'm not going to litter, first and foremost. You know, I don't want to leave anything there. So I walked back down. Wasn't well, there a bison standing across the river right where we were fishing the whole time? 
you know, we everybody left the creek, and and I'm like, oh my gosh, you could have came down here like 15 minutes ago, you dick, you know. But I'm sure he watched everybody walk away and then snuck out of the the tree line right there get that we were sitting at. Yeah, get a little drink, uh, some softer drink. But uh, it was funny. My wife stepped away for a little bit, and she got a, one a, one nice picture of us two fishing together. You know, which is yeah, super, that was awesome. super that, surreal that, that, experience. That, 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 you was know? The, that, that was the most awesome picture. Uh, yeah. But there were a, a bunch of other people down there, and they were watching him and I. And I've noticed that either Montana are way more quieter than I am when I fish and don't yell at the fish and MF them. You're loud, Jay. Or, <laughs> or, or they thought we, something was wrong. Or, or we were thought. just, or we were just catching a lot more fish than everybody. And it, it seems uh, I, I watched the one girl. She hooked one and lost it right at her feet, and that was the only fish I saw caught the whole day there. And it well, seemed not, like not, it not was the whole day. I mean, we were there for probably four hours. Yeah, five hours. Yeah, five, four, hours. five hours. Yeah. But I mean, you know, to be there that long and not to see anybody else catch a fish. My my wife said she when she walked away, people like weren't even fishing and were just watching him and I, just every other cat. I mean, I put I, there was a mayfly hatch that happened. And I'm the most awful, awful, you know, dry fly fisherman in the whole world. I suck. Let's I'm call your terrible. guy from the Delaware and ask him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he worked really hard for he, his he fucking would say, pay. who? Yeah, who? That kid? Oh, don't, don't, don't put him <laughs> yeah. with him again, please. Yeah, he ain't allowed back. No, he's not allowed back. <laughs> Is he casting any better yet? No. Not no. at all. <laughs> it's an act. It's tough. It's tough fishing. So here we you broke could, Jay. So we here, broke him. So here you could just... <laughs> Little bit of a bad cast, splash it down. No, and you no, still it wasn't. Him. No, well, but here, like, just the if you threw the right thing, it was going to get eaten, you know. So I switch. I throw this mayfly on, and I mean immediately. I I, ho- I I have sixteen fish come up and eat it, and missed every single fucking one of them. <laughs> were them, were them, flies? including <laughs> including one one good one like right in front of me. I mean, this fish was like seven feet in front of me, dude. And, I mean, I watched it eat. I was patient. I watched it turn. I watched it go down. I didn't... I set the hook like this, just like they told me to, and... Lord it, save the queen. Yeah, yeah and, and it still, it just shook, 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 shook me out. And you, I'm like... You closed your eyes and swung. Oh, my gosh! You know, and I thought I did everything right on that one, and it was a good one, too, so... And a so, couple other good fish I hooked. I lost one other good one. He lost a couple decent fish. Were you guys A fishing? million small fish. Like 5X? Or were small, you, did you yeah. have to go super light? No, not as light as you would think. So no. 5X was yeah, good? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, fish after fish. It was consistent action the whole day. Okay, yeah, whatever 12 pound is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 12 pound, whatever, that equals. Whatever, I could, whatever I could fit through the eye of them small ass <laughs> fucking flies. <laughs> 5X is <laughs> 10 pound. 12 pound yeah. doesn't go through the eyes of that little shit, dude. What's, what's 5X? Yeah. <laughs> you just tie a simple knot. No, it was whatever was uh, whatever's just over. I, I was using 4.7 pound, so whatever that was. It might have even been lighter. Three. might have been three might be, X. It might be six X. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? The higher, the higher, the bigger. Okay. Who the hell? I don't even know how that works. I I never got used to any of that kind of stuff. I just put some line on there and catch fish. I mean, you know. Well, usually I'll look at whatever the pound is, you know, and if it's like five and a half, three and a half, four or something, that's all going to work pretty well. And shit, it's not that big a deal. Five pound, that's so Canadian. 5.7 pound is some one of the X's I have. I don't know. Anyway, use all that stuff. It It all worked pretty well. Even they said it. Even heavier isn't going to make any difference, really. It, so the fish hadn't been 
Not in the Madison. Could you so fish fast. like a cone well, head or something ma- out there? Like um, you might have been a. Uh, no, you could have probably fished a con- tungsten. You can only fish two hooks. You know, on either one fly or on oh, one rig. Yeah, either way, whether it had been an articulated fly yeah, or you know, in a, a double, a dry dropper. Yeah, awesome, awesome like experience though. Like I said, just man, never seen more fish in one place. And we we thought we were gonna do a little more river hopping, and she tired. Yeah, I mean, did it, your damage? Yeah, and it was like we could have, and but did by you that throw time the big there fly were, out. You just throw anything like streamer, like a long. No, Wooly Bugger was the no. biggest we threw. Once no. the hatch starts going off, those fish get so in tune to Damn. the hatch, oh, they don't yeah. want to stream. They're not going to get duped. They're just That's coming to the top. They're, you're just you're sight fishing pretty well, much to them. You see one come up, you're like, oh, I seen where he was. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, then you throw your dry yeah, dropper just, over just him. And just about to put in front of him, you know. And yeah. So leader length, what do you guys throw in leader length? Because I saw what Jay was throwing for a topwater fly today. Yeah, maybe three foot. I mean, it's a most two cut, foot. I cut no, foot. no, not which, the whole leaders. You no, mean, you mean the, you mean from the dropper down is what he was talking uh, about. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm talking uh, from your fly line to uh, to uh, your dry we fly. Were, we actually tied instead of using Seven the ones. Foot? No, the, yeah, instead of the ones that we were using, like I was gonna just put on pre-tied ones. I actually ended up tying my own up, and did like some. Uh, like 25 to maybe 12, 10, you know what I mean? And then down to our fly line. I think it was like 25 to 12. And, you know, the tapers. For, for, for that kind of fishing. fishing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But for that kind of, like, with Dropping that, what you're doing that, why you're tapering your line like that is because it's going to roll your fly out the best, especially when you're dry fly fishing and things like that. That's why you use, like, a tapered leader. It's if The tapers all in what's really going to, you know, do what's best. But, uh, yeah, that was that night of fishing. Went back, and we, you know, got tanked again. And, um, you know, we might take another little break here. I think we got to get to some, we're going to get some birthday stuff for Chatty. we got a birthday cake. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our guided trip from Kelly Gallup and uh, finish up our, uh, our trip at Montana. Did you hear this playing outside? All right, guys. We, we can only milk out Elton John for so long. Uh, so let, let's get into the, the guided trip that you guys went on for uh, streamers. Yeah, so um, it wasn't all streamer fishing, and uh, but we did get a, a guided trip, two boats, uh, my brother-in-law and his dad, um, and my dad and I. We both uh, we wanted to stay together. Um, it just didn't work out that way. The way that streamer fishing is in comparison to they were running indicators and uh, they were like uh, what they call dragging sculpins. So I guess it would be like a short cast out and just like a probably like a swim back like to Like a rod lift yeah. up. And it's like a, I, I, we didn't do that at all, personally. But uh, <clears throat> so two different guides and um, 
Daniel got a hold of me the day before. Daniel Bragg, uh, great guy from Slide In and uh, awesome guy. Yeah, sorry, excuse <clears throat> me. But he gets what was that? Well, that was a nice big burp. I'm sorry. Uh, but he gets a hold of me the night before, and you know we put the whole plan together. He said he was going to take out uh, Adam and his dad, and um, we were going to go with Jordan Star. And uh, <clears throat> so that was what he said, and I was like, oh, that sounds great to me. Blah blah blah. You know, I I really didn't. I know every guy there's probably just a great great guy. And we called because of the uh, COVID, and. Pretty much everybody would have been booked out, you know what I mean. But on a normal year, yeah, on a normal year, yeah. yeah. And so I was, you know, like like you, Chad, and trying to help, you know, out any guy I can. And I'm, I didn't plan on getting got a trip when I was out there, but when that all happened, I'm like, you know, they might have openings. So we called and we got a trip, and it all worked out well. He called me the night before. We got everything kind of situated how everything was going to go when we we're going to meet, and uh, we got to the shop a little early. We actually got to the area a little early, and this is. Another bison, you know, stopped us. This is way before this, but we get down to, like, right where the slide-in is, and I don't know if anybody knows how the slide-in actually got its name. It's because they had a landslide right above where the shop's at that created another natural lake and a natural dam, like, right in the Madison, right above where, you know, Kelly's shop is at. That's where the slide-in, I think that's where they got the name at, the landslide. It was crazy because they said that... uh, in nine, what was it, nine days, that lake filled up to look damn near like a lake. And in three weeks, it was 190 feet deep was the statistics on it. And, I mean, it just engulfed everything. Cars, there's still cars down there, camps, the whole nine. Like, you could barely see the tops of the trees still, like, sticking out dead on the edges. And then you could just tell it just gets too deep for even a 60-foot tree to stick out. It was pretty cool. Pretty unbelievable. Something to see. It was... You know, so we're you, there. You had like a roadside stop, or yeah, it was like a roadside stop right before, right before you know, uh, Kelly's shop. It was cool to stop and look at, though. You know, something to see and read about. I actually was, I got out and actually read the. Yeah, you did. I read the whole plaque to everybody out loud, <laughs> just so, you know, because I thought it was kind of interesting. The yeah. Uh, that's why. So that's why it took a long time. So we were there for a half an hour while I was reading right. it. Yeah, we had some time to kill though. I don't know. Yeah, at least uh, we had time to kill. Yeah. Thank gosh. We get to the shop. They just opened. Like, or they were like they hadn't even opened yet. They like literally opened. We walked in and uh, you walk in. Were you like a hobo waiting for a liquor store to open? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, we were yeah. waiting in the parking lot. Our, our knees were shaking. You know, just waiting. <laughs> we were jonesing. We were. Yes, Jonesy. Look like for a it. bunny in heat, you know. Just <laughs> so we, but you walk in there, beautiful shop. It's got like three different sections. They got you know some rods off to your right, a lot of your flies like in your scent, like in your like the middle section where the you know the checkout counter and everything is. And then you look over and there's some bunch of materials. Desk sitting there, bunch of pictures of some giant brown trout with Kelly and I think Johnny's in one of them with a, just a huge, huge you know hook jaw brown and and you look over and. There's Kelly. As it should be. Sitting at the fly desk. Sitting at the fly desk. (laughs) Just like it's supposed to be. And, you know, walked up, introduced myself as, you know, Jason, the guy with the nose from the SVS Fishing Podcast. And he remembered who we were. He said, it's not that big. Hey, he said, yeah, those guys guys exaggerate. Jeez, that's not a nose. Uh, But, you know, it was awesome. And just, just, man, the most down-to-earth guy. And, I mean, he would just, immediately you walk in and it's just, Story after story after story, and like 
he's keeping. Yeah, for the first 15 minutes, that's all That's all we, he did. Like, we were like, okay, well, we want to go fishing. He's just going on and on. I tell you what, though, but a lot of good information. I tell you what, you do, you could listen to him all day long. Yeah. He's somebody that you could just, like, his experiences, his, you know, books that he wrote and some different, just, you know, he's awesome. I think awesome. his enthusiasm for the sport on every yeah. level is infectious. Yeah, it is. You know, you start talking to him about things, and you know, whether you're a bait fisherman or you're a fly fishing guy or you dry fly fish or you're a streamer fish, he likes everything. He, he's, there's a place for everything, and he thinks it's ev- all that's just, you know, it's, it's all fishing. And as it's long all as you're fun. having fun. Yeah, and as long as you're out there having fun with it, you know, and knew what we wanted to do. And like you said, after, I think it was after, she had to be like a half hour in, and I was like, we got to go get our, you know, got to go get our things. And then the guides were, you know, they were ready to go. Yeah, they were pushing us. He's like, he's like, he's like, they're like telling Kelly, like, hey, you gotta go. So we get our stuff, and <laughs> we're the giving Kelly the hook. Yeah, we're like, we're like, hey, you know, we talk to him a little longer, and we say your goodbyes and whatever, and you know, nice to meet you. And did you hug him? Face. Did you hug him and pat him on oh, the butt? Oh yes, I. Oh, there was like a four <laughs> second embrace. You know, he wouldn't let him go, and he's like, you know, COVID is still here. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's, dude, Kelly's my friend now. Me and, me and Kelly Gallup, we go way back now, like two weeks. <laughs> All right. So, no, but just it was it was cool. It was a fun experience. It was it was fun to talk to him, and then getting out with the guides uh, immediately. My guy, our guy, he's a, he's a little more of a quiet guy. Who you caught know? the he first? Was very, fish. It was very quiet. Very Who caught quiet. the first fish on the trip? Oh, Dad, Dad did for sure. <laughs> I mean, what the hell are you thinking? Uh, but just he's a little more quiet guy. Were and you he's in like, the front of the boat? No, no, back of the boat too. No, I told I, to, I told him early on. I said. You know what? I'll fish in the back of the boat because all the fish you don't catch, I will catch afterwards. Did and I not, you're right. Did I not say that? Yeah. Hey, it probably worked. Man, Whatever. Yeah, first shot. <laughs> no, but uh, like I said, our, our guy was a little more quiet, but he said, hey, who's the character? I said, I'm, if I miss a fish, you'll probably hear me yell, scream, cuss, you know, get on myself. Jump up and, and down and on yeah, the boat. Yeah, yeah, jump up and down a little bit. Get, yeah, get you know. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And but no, I get to know the guy right away, and you could tell just the fishing, and he was a grinder, and he could tell we were grinding our asses off. And it, at first, it was we just all meshed really well. It, it was it was he was fish really hard conditions, like forty mile an hour winds to his back, and he's trying to slow us down in a fast yeah. river. If we yeah. would have been a nice day where there was no wind. I think we could have probably put 45 fish in the boat. Oh, I, just because you could have sat on a fish maybe a little longer sure. instead of just having two shots well, on a hot fish. Well, you had one fish that came up almost three times and, and didn't get them, and that was a long cast, back cast, and I let you take it. And, uh, yeah, you, he, you, he, you, he you, held you, up and let me cast the back first at time fish. It, it hit, he threw it out again. He was going by it, and it hit it again, and he was going for the long cast. And, but I was right there. I thought about casting to it. I was like, nah, let him take it. Showed him, and, showed him and, and how to did. kill one. But 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 yeah, but it it didn't take. Was it, it a long cast or a long cast for Jason? No, it was a long cast. It was a long cast. Were you trying to fish? Uh, we were trying to fish the back up was, river. Wind, yeah, oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah, you yeah, had to be. Against the wind. Ninety you know? percent of the time, you're fishing downstream. Like you're always either fishing across from yourself or downstream. You're never. You you didn't swing a f- unless we There's were sitting no and standing from the bank. And you could swing a little bit into like uh, into this into the rock edges, and the only other you had one like in a seam right off the bank, off the opposite bank while we were waiting. Right. But uh, well, we caught maybe one or two two fish. Two. I think you caught two and I caught one. I think there were seconds. While we were three. standing. Yeah. So you caught two, I caught one. I yeah. mean, there were. I mean, we did stop here and there. I mean, for him, he had to stop. There's no way you row eight hours straight. 
in that kind of conditions, just back, back, back rowing, you know what I mean? And kudos to him for even, like, and man, like, he knew every spot. It was, you know, cast here, cast here. Hey, Jay, boom, cast back to your left. And, I mean, I don't, I cast back to my left, and, I mean, I take one, two strips, boom, fish. Eight, no, I'm not, probably 16-ish brown, boom, right there. Fat. Every fish is, like, yeah, football, uh, footballs. They're yeah, all, they're all like, like little footballs. They're they're a seventeen-inch brown there would eat a seventeen-inch brown here. Just more body. Literally. Oh, more they're body, just yeah, they're like taller. a whole hand. Girth, just yeah, girth. Twenty-two-inch yeah, fish there are just <clears throat> like the ones you see on the card uh, of of Daniel. I mean, it's they're the fish are giant. They're they're big, big fish, and even says on the placard like where we put the boats in. It's like this fit this you know this fishery is full of good sized rainbows and fat browns it says literally on there fat browns <laughs> like fat browns you like fat browns yeah yeah, like, yeah it I was do. it was cool like because i caught a few that were really really nice fish but you're moving so fast and fish here we would have took pictures of but there it's you're just like i said you're moving so fast you still want to be fishing you're passing great area well you don't want to you don't want to disturb the other person like if yeah. i got a fish on i want him to continue fishing so you know what give me the net let me net the dang thing and, and, you know, you want to get a picture, just unhook it and, and go. Keep going. Just get, catch, catch them, catch them, catch them, catch them for a while. We did that for quite a while, for probably about three hours. Yeah. And didn't even, didn't even no, take no any camera. pictures of any nah. fish. Just catching fish just, and let them go. Just catching fish. Yeah. I mean, that's... Unless you get a really, really big one that yeah. wrapped around the anchor and, and wrapped around the seat about three times and wrapped around everything else and got hooked in the net. And I still caught that. It was the biggest fish I caught all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, that one was fun. Oh, so, yeah. So we had one situation that was quite a shit show. And, and, the, and the, the guy even told us to talk about it because he was, he was even, you know, a little perturbed. You know, he was, he was mad at himself because he thought we might have lost a good-sized fish. And he was, he was pissed. He was pissed yeah. at himself. He didn't want that to happen. No, nobody, no guy or no, I don't want that no. to happen when we're all, I mean, none of us want that to happen. And we go, start going down and he drops anchor because it was a good fish. And it's something, like he said, somehow line all gets wrapped up. Well, and the then yeah, the we fish. go over to the shore while this is all happening. And dad's like, he's like, oh, the fish is off. I think the fish is off when he jumped out. Because he couldn't see it right the, there. The guy, the guy said the fish yeah. is off. The fish is off. Well, because he could see the anchor and everything. It was wrapped but, around the anchor. He and said, don't let it get wrapped around the anchor. Well, it was already wrapped around the anchor. As soon as he put it down, it was already wrapped. It was coming to me and it wrapped around it. And I knew that, you know. And so he had, to, he had, he, he went, pulled us off the shore and everything. And he's like, oh, he walks back and he gets out of the boat and he walks back and he's, you know, um, checking the line on the anchor. And next thing I know, you know, he's like, ah, the fish is off. Fish is off. And, and so. He walked away, and I, I kept feeling it. I could feel the fish still bump, on bump, there, bump. still still on there. So, you know, I I, I hey, said, Jordan. you know what? I hey, said, buddy. no, 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 no. I just went over. I said, you know what? I got the anchor. I went, I wrapped, unwrapped around the anchor, and I pulled it up, and I rolled it up, and he was still on. I said, he's on. He, I said, I still have him on. You know, he's like, oh my gosh, you still have him on? I said, yeah, I got him on. And it was. I jumped it, on the. I jumped on the. Uh, Net real quick, boom. Put the fish in the net. Boom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all uh, smiles that at that point. Now and then we're all happy. Everybody was happy. That was the biggest fish we caught, though. After yeah. all that, I mean, uh, there, there was a lot of that first brown. You yeah, caught the, the, fir- was the first, the first probably one. bigger. I, yeah. I just from think looking at it in the net. I don't know though. They were all two of them were they were good size. Yeah, so, so not long fish, but 
big, healthy. Oh, they're huge. Oh, they're long. Oh, well, they're long, well, too. I mean, long too. But I mean, yeah, all but, in that class but, range. But from when you 15, get them 19, 20, when you get them that big and, and they're fat, well, 18 they're and 18 plus probably for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a 17 inch rainbow that, geez, oh man. And it had spots all over it. And you, but there was a picture posted of that one. And man, that fish was, it was a tank. It was a total tank. It just it ran on top of run on top of run, and then I didn't get enough line in my my pole. It was netting it myself. So you know you pull your rod up high and you try to reach down with the net, you know, as far as you can. Well, there's not enough line in. So now this fish is not to the net, so I can't reach it. It's like crap. I'm like shit. (laughs) Then I gotta I gotta put the net back down. You know, strip two more strips, three strips of line in, and then you know reach down and. Man, but we, we, did, we, did not, we did not a lot of fish ourselves, though. I think everyone but one. Yeah, yeah. And, and you said the the rainbows were strength or, or oh my or gosh. active. They were fighters. they were definitely more 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 yeah, athletic, more, more serious in the water mm-hmm. and jumping out of the water. They, want, and they didn't want the hook in everything. That, everything the they could do to get that hook out, mm-hmm. up, up out of the water, up out of the water, up out of the water. Even yeah. when you would go to try to grab them out of the net, they were just still just. Bah, 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 just flopping all over the place where the browns just kind of laid out and I was like, all right, dude, give me a get a picture, do whatever yeah, you got to do. Get, get me back get, in the damn get water. The, get the hook out, let me go. We're yeah, done yeah. here. Yeah, the rainbow is still pissed off, fighting you to death, and that was a great trip though. Uh, even throughout the time, you know, it was a fast situation, and you're just trying to grind and grind and grind away. And the guide even said to us, he's like, hey man, look up, look up, you know, look. There's, there's snow-capped mountains. Take it in. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we, we, our, our eyes were peeled into the water the they whole were, time. Like and, they, they were. But, like you know, we he, he was. He reminded us to look up, and we did, and, and really took it in. And Like I said, just one of those experiences. I'm glad I did it. I, I do it again I, tomorrow. I, oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. Guys I could retire great. there, for sure. That's a place where I may definitely consider retiring, for sure. You can't leave fucking Western Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. I think yeah. our whole family wanted to move there after we went there. Yeah. I said if I go there, so Mikey's awesome. like, "We'll be close behind you. We'll go too." Yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's incredible. It's all it's everything that you that you hear about. It is. And then times that by ten. Yeah. In time. Yeah. And if it, it, it times it by real life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, when you really see it, yeah. That's what I said about the real life. Just it, whenever you see it yourself. It means so much more. You know, you hear it, but it doesn't mean anything when you hear it. Mm. It's when you actually see it, live it, and do so it. So it's not or like looking at a postcard. Well, yeah, it, or even to see it no, on Nat Geo. No, you it, know, they had the, the special Yellowstone on Nat Geo, which was an awesome, awesome thing. I thought that was great. To actually go get to see that and live in the park a few days, you know, was, man, a surreal experience, you know. So um, you guys went through your, your guided trip. Let let's wrap it up a little bit. Let's put some boat, like oh, some ties say, on the end of it. Where where were you guys staying? Give us a little bit of plugs on that. Who would you guys recommend that people get guided by? Where what are some things to do? What what's a bar to go to? You know, I'm just like just uh, give well, us a little it, bit of local. Well, if you're intel. gonna go there, you might you got to go. If it's, and and in a couple weeks after we were gonna be there was gonna be the salmon fly hatch. And then you start to get into, even in the Madison, like more your dry fly fishing times a year. You know, we were there in the streamer time. So it was great for us. Um, oh, man, if you're going to get guided, go see Jordan. Uh, Jordan Cookerin. And uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't, buddy. But uh, 
if you go, you and, guys are on first name basis. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you go, well, if you, they call him Star. If you go to Kelly, all of his guys, I would imagine, are just stellar. Uh, Jordan is like best friends with Johnny. Like he's like that is one of my two closest friends. That's a, Johnny's one of the fishiest guys I ever met. He remembers every fish, every spot, every time. You know, and he's like me and him bounce ideas constantly off each other mm-hmm. and all of us. So all those guys are real. How close. long has he been gotten? He's been gotten for twenty one years. Twenty years on his own and eight with Kelly. Yeah. So he's been in Montana yeah. forever. He knows, like I said, all the, both those guys. They do all the elk hunting, all the bow, and that's like a big thing there for everybody. It seems like. Um, you you didn't talk about Adam and uh, Dale's. That's what I was just. I was going to get to that, okay. and and that's Daniel took Adam and his dad uh, out and. They they had a good time. They both they caught uh, actually uh, the wider variety of fish. We caught browns and rainbows and fish that wanted to eat streamers, and they all were a little heftier looking fish. But the uh, Adam's dad, uh, he caught a cutthroat trout. Cutthroat. Yeah. And they caught a whitefish. Yep. They caught rainbows. Adam caught a decent brown. So they all they caught a bunch of fish, and they had a good time too. Even somebody who those and those two guys. Had never Dale, his, Dale, I think Dale, Dale had, had fly fish like Dale, Dale, yeah, 13, not floating down 13, a river, not at 30 mile, fishing. 40 mile per hour winds, yeah, and, I mean, and it moving like you know, probably and, about 30 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, 13 years ago, the guy had fly, you know, and, and Adam's dad had fly fished, and you know, so they didn't know any, they didn't really know their ass from a hole in the ground when they got there. And for that guy to take them down, they had a great time, caught a ton of fish, you know, and. I think Daniel took them because he probably had a little more patience. Jordan wanted two people that knew what the hell they were doing. And Jordan said that his he knew 99% or 98% of this guy or the people he guides, he already knows every year. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, I, you're one of the f- couple people. He doesn't people. get new guys. No, he's like, you're one of the few people that I don't know that I'll guide even this year. And I'm down, you know, they say you're talking like 40%, 40%. Yeah, 40%. Of, of what they yeah. were, you know, so... To, you know, get a guy to trip out there, you know, and help him, help the guys out. That was awesome as well. I mean, if you're going to go there, get get a guy to trip with Kelly Gallup. Uh, if, you're, if you're going and you want to get your stuff for the park, go to Park's Fly Shop. They were great. They were great and informational. And that's not named after being in a park. No, it's <laughs> it's Park's Fly Shop. Yeah, it's, it's uh, outside the park. It's, it's his, in, yeah, in Gardner. It's in Gardner. Um, yeah. The guy who owns the place is, I can't, I don't know his first name, but his last name's Park's. So, Park's Fly Shop was, it was good. It was an awesome fly shop. And, uh. Grab the few, uh, when you go with Kelly, get a nice free beer afterwards. So we all sat around, had some beers, some IPAs after, you know, out of the cooler, nice and nice and freezy cold. I got some flies while I was there yeah, afterwards, flies, and yeah. you know, left my information. And they just charged me the next day. So really cool. They were cool to, you know, open back. You know, the, the fly shop was closed, but they were gonna get us our beers, you know, get us our flies if we wanted them and our stuff. So that was really cool of them to do too. Other than that, you know. Where where'd you guys stay again? Um, Little Creek Cab uh, Little Trail Creek Cabins. So yeah, if you're gonna go, go stay out there. Um, they'll they'll show you the really really good out west hospitality. Uh, horses on the property, you can go feed them. It's just the Yellowstone experience. Oh, absolutely. True yes, and you can experience. walk. You know they they supplied the bear spray. You could walk right up the trail. You you might see a bear. I was terrified to see the bear a bear up there. It looks like. Bear, mountain, lion, everything kind of country. Did some blue lining there. So it's like a luxury cabin rental? Yeah, absolutely. As a B&B. So we found it through Airbnb. But I would just call them. 
and and book right through them uh, if you were to go up there and tell them you you know you knew you know me Little Trail and Creek Cabins right yeah pretty cool Little place, Creek Trail like. Cabins you'll see it it's awesome right on eighty nine uh, right out four miles out uh, north of Gardner on eighty nine uh, awesome little cutthroat stream right behind the house there I uh, I put it on an indicator and a uh, a nymph and put it down there I saw a cutthroat trout tailing in the seam and this fast moving water and uh he come up and just mash this indicator i'm like oh shit <laughs> i'm like you're dead though so two days later you know i give him some time and i go back there and me and abby hang out for the last time out there on the hillside and then i throw a little throw one of chad's hoppers he had chad was elated to hear that they caught a cutthroat uh put that thing in there he wasn't in the seam i put it through the seam twice a bone arrow casted right into the seam Put it back in there twice, and I put it back in, down into the current. And he was actually sitting in the current that two days later when the water had come down just a little. And boom, there he was. I was so surprised. Like, oh, shit, no way. Yeah, I win. I got you, you motherfucker. You know, at that point. Uh, and then we went blue lining a little bit more. Uh, they went on a uh, the last day as we were heading out of town. They, uh, My wife and uh, Dale... That's Adam's dad and his wife and a few other people all went on a horseback ride in like the top of a mountain. And uh, there's a little blue line there. So we went brookie fishing and cutthroat fishing there. Hooked a couple brookies we lost and I got a couple and dad hooked one that was in this culvert area. Above average. Oh, huge. <laughs> yeah. Biggest brook trout I've ever seen. It was so cool to see the fish. He pulls it like two giant stones and he pulls it like a foot out of the water and it flops off. We were standing in a call, like 10 feet above the, where the fish was at anyway. But just to see the fish, you know, and get to see it st- sitting up out of the water was pretty cool. And lost those flies the next cast. <laughs> but today, wow. it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was, a, it was a rough place to fish, but a lot of fun to get to see what was in there. So five, four species of trout? Four species of trout, uh, every yeah. animal you could think of. Every animal you oh, could think yeah. of. Oh, yeah. Besides, wolves, everything. Yeah, coyotes, wolves, everything. You name it. The only thing we didn't see was uh, moose. a moose. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, a mountain cat. Line. A cat, yeah. Mountain yeah, mountain lion, yeah. There's only two things. I mean, everything else we've seen. Yeah. A lot of. We're not going to talk too much about today's fishing. We saw mink today. Uh, we've seen we've seen quite a few mink down the river uh, last what three four trips we went mm-hmm. down through there yeah like every time yeah the minks are coming back there i it, mean it was really cool it was like this color it wasn't like brown but it was like like a reddish brown right it was red. really cool yeah yeah and they're about they're about two, a foot and a half long yeah it was real long and yeah skinny. about 18 looked inches like a ho- yeah looked like a hot dog with legs yeah, exactly like like a wiener <laughs> dog yeah <laughs> running around on 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 acid or something i don't know yeah like, uh, like on steroids well this one was just like kind of hopping hopping i was like jay there's a mink right there and Mike looked over and saw it. I was like, and by the time Jay looked, it, it stopped moving. I was like, it's right there. They go in and out of them and, roots. And then, yeah, look, exactly. Look, look, looking for food. Yeah. But he, uh, by the time Jay looked over and like was looking in the right area, it jumped. He's like, oh, I see it now. Yeah. So it, it was really cool. Yeah, they are cool. They are cool there. Yeah, we saw a muskrat, too. You but mean the thing swimming with a pine tree? Yeah, it was swimming <laughs> with a pine tree in its mouth. Nice. Building a nest. Nice. Getting ready for winter. Yeah. Already. So, uh, do we have anything else we want? You guys need to hit on? No, I think no, we, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was, was cool. great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I'm, you, you know for letting what? us take a bunch of time. I'm very disappointed you didn't cry, Jay. Oh, I know. 
I, I I was a little more sentimental sitting in my lawnmower thinking about it than I guess I was here. <laughs> what after you came back? Oh, just in general, you know. You want to go? You want to go back? Oh, I mean, you you got those memories. <laughs> when you come back, now, you want to go back. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely. A but uh, yeah, it was it was it was a fantastic time with my family. It was a, it was a great time. Um, just seeing everything that we've seen, and had the opportunity to go fishing and catch a ton of fish. Um, you know, I I I don't think I could ask for a better vacation. Uh-uh. Um, for a week's time, um, and I would go back there in a heartbeat tomorrow to Good. do it all over again. Yeah. And and to be with the family that that I, that I was with because that meant a lot to me. Um, uh, maybe I'm getting, I'm getting a little older, so maybe leave Jay at home, right? Uh, yeah. well, <laughs> no, I just keep him in front of the boat so I can catch all the fish when it, after he misses. He, he and drums, I, I'm not gonna be behind. He them. drums <laughs> them up and you catch them. Yeah, he gets yeah. them. He gets yeah. them hot and you catch hey, them. Exactly, that's how it works. Yeah, uh, man, good deal. Yeah, sounds fun, man. So uh, next time we're all going back together. I'm telling you, we all gonna plan. It, like I said, the fishing's fun. It's fun enough. You'll like it. I'm in. Mark, you'll love it. Mark said if them, if like them trout were a little it. bit bigger. Oh, there's a lot of big ones there. I just didn't get on every I'd big like one. I'd like to go see that, but mm, no. Well, but it's, it's, not a, it's not all about the fishing. It's about oh, no, that, it, it's, that it's, scenery it's, it's, is probably it's worth the, it's going. It's about the scenery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when you go there, yeah, you, you, you just you know, look at everything. I wanted to like. say, I've been thinking about saying one thing for sure. Like, with all the bullshit that's happening right now in this fucking country like going there man dude it made me really fucking happy to live here and real appreciative of living here we got a great country we live in here it's fucking awesome we got some awesome awesome places some natural parks that a lot of other countries and other places don't get to have that kind of shit and, and, and if you think about your owner of that national oh, park and i and, and, yeah. I'm, and i'm and i think that's absolutely. what's great absolutely. you're a public yeah. owner. thank god for the roosevelt's <laughs> I, what was it, Theodore? Right? Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. yeah. Theodore. Theodore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I, man, I, I felt appreciative. I felt appreciative, man. You did not see one bit of trash anywhere in that whole place, and I think it was just because of everybody's respect. Yeah. You know, it was. It, it was super, super, super cool. Just like I said, like I, I want to go visit a few more. Uh, na- national parks, but I will be back to that one. There, it's too big to. You know, I didn't get to see the whole thing. I got to go back and see some different shit. Yeah, man. I the Grand it. Tetons or something to see. I oh, heard. Oh yeah, we were close to them. Yeah, real close. We close. And the Henry's Fork. We were right by the Henry's Fork as well. Yeah. It's not too far from Madison. But go ahead, so you you probably could have if if it wasn't a family vacation, you probably could have fished a ton of all kinds of water all around. Yeah, there, well, there was a lake that's with that. Ne- that's next just, time. That's well, next, I mean, there was just that X kid, amount of fishing. Well, that kid Cody, that kid Cody Marr, when I was sitting at the bar with him the one night, he showed me a lake that had cutthroats that were, man, they were eighteen to almost you know twenty oh, to two yeah. foot long almost, and you know go there, and I'm like. It'd be too tough for me to travel three hours to go to that live. I would if it was just me fishing for a week, you know. But you know, family things and well, not listen, this time. But time, it's nice to have that knowledge next, and the, no, and the met that kid. Well, and next time, maybe I'll go with him. Well, well, next time you'll be able to do a lot of things in a short period of time. Yeah, you cut your learning curve yeah, down. Sure, sure. Hold on. Yes. Hold yes. on, Rick. Wh- take a trip to Vegas and go fish Pyramid Lake. There you go. That sounds like fun too. Maybe. Yeah. I don't like about the stilts thing. Drop. I, I like the walking. You just get a ladder, but anyway, you you uh you drop the family off in Las Vegas, and you you go to fish for some big cutthroat, the biggest potentially. Them fish are insane, but you got a shot at a little one. Man, it was so pretty that picture you sent me. 
It was spots on spots. Mm-hmm. Definitely cool. All thing. by the tail, though. All of them were like scooched back to the tail. The big paw marks on every fish is nuts. Even when they're par, small. Par marks. Par marks. Whatever. Paw. Par. 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 There you go. It's like you're shooting golf. There you go. Par. <laughs> the big, the big blue circles on all them things is great. Oh yeah. Until uh, they become mature. Yeah. Rainbows. They're all good. Winter. They're uh, west fish, huh? Hungry, feisty, fat, little fatter. Not our stock trout. No, they don't eat dog food. All right, Jason, on to your next. You gotta learn how to fish fish a dry fly now, so you don't gotta go embarrass yourself anymore. Sooner or later, here. Alrighty, guys, we've been rolling like two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, tonight's show brought to us by Predator Fly Gear. Check them out at predatorflygear.com. Also, Eric's hooks. Check them guys out for some of the best hooks out there. Eric'sHooks.com. If you're checking out Eric's hooks, you gotta check out Urban Fly Company. Tonight's show has been brought to us by Urban Fly Company at the Urban Fly Company Studios. So check them out at urbanflycompany.com. Sims Fishing. Find all your outdoor needs at simsfishing.com. Check out Why Not Fishing and their app, The Dock. Queen City Guiding, our buddy Ryan Evans. Check him out. Anything you need from flies to tiny materials, trips. guided trips, uh, little trail creek cabins. You're going to go out west. Kelly Gallup slide in, Parks Fly Shop. They all treated me like I had been there for years. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take